be nervous, just be yourself, huh? I can hear the rain. We? You have superhuman ears. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen to the rain. My name is Chitara. I recently <laughs> played a bionic woman with superhuman ears. Someone, there's a guy on Twitter who is a huge bionic fan and he retweeted you. Like, yes, like, yes. Anything bionic, he immediately like, retweets. Bionic lover. Or, mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um... Which makes you think, is it mean bionic lover as in like he loves the bionic stuff or he's just like a bionic lover? Oh, I don't know. He is bionic Maybe himself. Both. Like your girl's laying in bed and the door opens like... Mm-hmm. I am your bionic lover. Commencing <laughs> erection. <laughs> yes, yes. Back that thing up. Beep, beep, beep. Okay, all right. Ladies it. and gentlemen, we are here. It is uh, Thursday, the 30th of, um, of March, 2017. And we are back with Wrestling with Fetish. And uh, as you can tell, we have two lovely voices in the room. Uh, to my left, my now wife, dun, dun, dun. Jacqueline Velvets. Thank you, Mr. Velvets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and on her left, uh, not my wife, uh, but an amazing model who we've been waiting to work with for a long time, uh, Nisa Nevers. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello. So, uh, it's been a while since our last release, just because we've been doing the getting married thing, um, but we are back, and uh, we're really looking forward to doing this one, because we've been talking to Nisa for the last couple of days, and she's awesome, and she's hilarious, and we just shot two days with her, and she was absolutely fantastic. Um, so... I like to kind of keep it loose a bit, but I do have a couple things I always hit when we do um, an interview with a brand new model to the podcast, which is to tell us, for people who don't know who you are, um, what you're like, what you specialize in. I, I, from what I've known, like I said, I don't do a whole lot of research. I just go with what I know. Uh, you've been doing fetish modeling for how long now? Over like uh, a, 15 years 15 now. Years. Holy crap. Yeah. And um, what is your specialty at the moment? I'm assuming is it bondage? Uh, yep. Okay. Always been, always have, has been. I am a true bondage girl. And uh, what, uh, uh, how did you get started in the business? Because that's usually a good way to kind of lead into other topics. Um, in the business, well, I started modeling when I was very young. And then I stopped modeling. And I had moved to Columbia, Maryland. And I was a living nanny at the time. And I didn't have any friends. And I went on MySpace. And I was looking around at things. MySpace. and. I was like, I need to make friends. And, and I found a girl, and I saw pictures of her tied up. And I was like, oh, we like the same things. Okay, I'm going to message you. <laughs> and I did. And she took me to my very first shoot. Um, and after that, I was like, oh, my God. Do you get paid to do this? I go, I thought everybody online was just sharing. I didn't know bondage model was like a job. Yeah, you can you can get a W two with this. Yeah, I could do this. <laughs> what? So what got you into? And this is going back a bit further, but by that time, I'm assuming you already had a thing for bondage. Oh yeah. So what? What sparked that? Um, just being young, there was always uh, the power play thing. Me and my friends, you know, we would pin each other and tickle each other until someone screamed mercy or I'm gonna pee my pants. Um, then it became like, okay, I'm going to find a way to hold you down. I think you just named, you just named two different Clips for Sale stores that I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Do you want to go to Mercy or stop or I'll pee my pants? Yes. <laughs> no, but continue, sorry. And then, so, Rope got involved because I wanted to make sure somebody couldn't get away. Um, 
when I was young, I had a canopy bed because I was a little princess. <laughs> and I used to tie up my Barbies and my most favorite ones. I'd have them hang lower than the other ones, and they'd all be like kind of flying. And it just kind of progressed. Isn't that what a canopy time. bed is really for, though? Yeah. So it was like a fetish mobile thing. It then. really was. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I remember ditching Barbie's clothes and instead I used my mom's ribbons and stuff to put them on her in a way that would like cover her up or not. And just, I just was a thing and I didn't even know it was bondage. Did your parents ever like kind of go like, what's going on? They asked me a lot why my Barbie's clothes were never on. Oh, all of my but, Barbie dolls were sluts. Yeah. And Complete you, sluts. You're, you learn at a young age, you can't cut Barbie's hair. It doesn't look the same. No. Because <laughs> when you cut people hair. It'll never stylize the same. Yeah. But I've always been into it and um it took it was until later in life that I realized what I was doing was actually there was a word for it and it was bondage. Yeah. And I have so... videos like I've recently I had a friend that found videos uh that back when we were like in our teens and we were tying each other up and just making these like kind of fucked up videos <laughs> and it's like wow if only i could like release these just like just for fun be like look at us we're being so silly and fun you can't yeah you couldn't even but do a screenshot no. of that oh no just, yeah. no that would be bad that's really interesting though that like it was just ingrained in you and and you just like did it subconsciously you didn't yeah. even like see something one day and it's like yes I'm going to do that or I'm going to become that or... Yeah, that's different because a lot of uh, the, the models that have come through with this podcast, they'll start off saying like, well, I, I started off as a dancer and then I found out that there was such a thing as fetish and then I found out there was this kind of fetish that I kind of got into. But you already, before you even found out, you knew about the fetish before knowing it was a fetish. Yeah. But was there a trigger point in your youth where you were like maybe watching a TV show and somebody got tied up and you were like, ooh, hello. Not that I remember. I mean, my earliest memories are probably around seven years old. And I don't remember seeing it. I just remember doing it. Mm-hmm. So you were just I, naturally born. Yeah, I was just natu- <laughs> naturally fetishy. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine your parents having breakfast. It's like... We, you know she's going to be fetish model one day. <laughs> well, your grandmother was into fetish, wasn't she? <laughs> it, you all got it from her. Yeah, and it was always, it was never a one-way thing. It was like, okay, I get you this time. Okay, maybe I get, you know, someone gets me this next oh, time. Oh, that means you I'm, were a switch. I'm a natural-born fetishy switch. Yay. <laughs> and you didn't know any of the terminology. She's no. Like, you get me this round, and I'll get you yeah, this Yeah, it was like a game. Mm-hmm. That's how it starts and for a lot of people. And it's still a very fun game for me. <laughs> a lot of the wrestling that I got into was because of that, like, let's go to the backyard with, like, five people and pretend to have, like, a match. Yeah. And then suddenly the neighborhood girls would join in, and it would be, like, cute, like, and mm-hmm. fun. And then later on, as you get older, you're like, oh, there was something there that sparked it. But, um, so you ended up going to your first shoot. I'm assuming that was a bondage shoot? Yes. Okay. Um, actually... I'm not, I think he still even has a clips for sale still, Tide Tickled and Tortured. Um, that sounds familiar, actually. He actually is uh, like family to me. He was my very first bondage producer ever. Aww. And he's my Uncle Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows my family. I mean, you know, he he's helped me a lot through life, get through like difficult times. I've helped him uh, like when he's had to have surgeries or something, I've came and take care of him like we are truly family Mm -hmm. i believe that a lot of people in the fetish uh, world um even fans 
uh, feel to a degree that there is a bit of that family, you know, when we, yes. go, when we go to conventions and stuff like that, or we hang out with certain people, it does feel like there's extended family. Mm-hmm. So it makes a whole lot of sense. But uh, yeah, that's awesome. Jeez. Uh, how long ago was that? I don't want to try to like, you know, date <laughs> like oh, your well, work, but like you said, 15 years ago, so 15 years it was ago. 15 years ago, that was the first shoot. Did you just stick with bondage the whole time, or when did you start to expand? Uh, well, I did mostly bondage for. Well, he actually did bondage with tickling, and I'm like extremely head to toe ticklish, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Wow, this is kind of exactly like what we used to do when I was like younger: tie somebody up and tickle them." I was like, "I can do this." And were you good at it right off the bat, you think, because of your, like, immediately, like, he saw that you had that spark? I think he did tell me I was good at it. I think uh, because it was my first shoot like that, I mean, I had already been modeling for a long time. And so I was used to being in front of a camera already, but I wasn't used to acting or mm-hmm. being, you know, I was a used performer. to taking pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So... This was kind of, at first, I was very shy about it. I remember um, the second producer I ever worked for, eventually I became his assistant. And that's where I learned how to do a lot of, like, the rigging I do now. Yeah. Well, that's what got me started. I've learned more since then, but that's really what got me started and comfortable. But I remember... Interesting. I have a very to, similar story. Yes. <laughs> and having the first first time I ever had to be, like, a dom on camera, mm-hmm. I geeked out. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was... I just hadn't <laughs> gone and done that role on camera yet. Off camera, yeah, no big deal. But once I remember having to step into the frame, and then I'd be like, <laughs> and be like, sorry, guys, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, let me try again. You're the most darling dom mm-hmm. ever. <laughs> like Kendra James, she's one of the first models I ever met. And I and when she first met me, I was wearing a freaking eye patch because I had lost a contact. And she was like, is your eye Okay. I'm like, it's, I just lost a contact, and it gives me, like, a migraine to only see out of one good eye and one really not good eye at did all. You, did you use that to your advantage? Like, I did. Like, uh, it like, made me, like, kind of badass. evil looking. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's raining hard. It's pouring. And, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that's God on tonight's podcast. So she she had to see me be all geeky and be like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, Let me let me try to... I would smack myself on the side of my face and be like, okay, get it together, I could, Nisa. I could totally see you looking awesome with an eye patch, too. <laughs> so, so you did bondage for how many years until you started to expand a bit? Or did um, I know you've done other kinds of fetish for other companies. Yes. Um, it was, gosh, I'm trying to think when was the first time I had to do something that wasn't bondage. Well, I do other things like with bondage, like, um, like force orgasm and stuff like that mm. now. That took me a long time to even get to. Um, everyone always told me, like I tell everybody else, don't do it until you're ready. Yeah. Because you can't take it back after that. You don't get to take it off the internet. And once you do it, even though you can say, oh, I'm only going to do this for my site or I'm only going to do this with so-and-so, people will ask you to do it. And so you have to be prepared to say, no, I'm not comfortable doing it with you. Yeah. And a lot of people have the problem saying no. I don't, but mm-hmm. I always tell people, like, look, if you're not comfortable, say no. 
in, and in the end, it's your body. It's, mm-hmm. it's what you decide to do. Even if you did something yesterday, you might change your mind the next day. Yeah. You know, so I've, I've gotten that from people. It was like, well, hey, will so-and-so do this move or something like that? And I'm like, no, she won't do it anymore. Oh, but she's got three videos where she did it. I'm like, yeah, that's when she was okay with doing it. Yeah, yeah. She's not anymore, so stop asking, you know. And uh, and eventually they go like, okay, that makes sense. But uh, so, um, so you started bridging into... Um, but they'll find ways to like... And try to incorporate it somehow. Sneak, mm-hmm. sneak like, it into a script. Like, especially with, like, the the FO stuff, mm-hmm. forced orgasm stuff. They'd be like, well, okay, well, if you well, won't you do that, can we fake it? it? Yeah, yeah. like, no. <laughs> How about she's fully clothed and the vibrator is just, like, an inch away? Yeah. So it's, like, the temptation and she can act like it's really happening. But it's like, no, it's like, I might as well just keep doing it for real. Yeah. But they'll they'll always figure out a way to like skirt around it and try Even to like make it happen. Even like my first insertion everyone's like, "Are you ever going to do an insertion?" I'm like, "You know what? When I decide I'm going to do an insertion, I'm going to do it with a woman because <laughs> she knows what it feels like." And so my first time I ever did it, I was like, "Maxine X. That's who I'll do it with." Oh, she's and, adorable. And she's super sweet. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I don't want some dude that doesn't know what it's like to have like something stuck up in him mm-hmm. just ram and jackhammer me, oh and I'm like, ah. yeah. <laughs> so she made me feel super comfortable. I was happy to do that. I mean, other fetishes. Mm-hmm. I remember what the first time I did balloons. I was like, this is a thing. Yeah. I was like, all right, I can blow up a balloon until it pops, and I'm actually like terrified. I start shaking, sweating, like I'm like, ugh. And that's probably that, I think that's, a, that's part that makes it like even more. Yeah, you need the yeah. blow to pop, and you I mean, I have a lot of girlfriends out. that won't even do blow to pop, and I'm like, why not? I do it, and I'm terrified. It's a, <laughs> it's a dangerous fetish. Like, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that we do that could be classified as such, but I think balloons, like, because it's it's that thing that's exploding in your face and like you get the snap back of all the rubber like one of the last balloon shoots I did I had a blast I love working with this producer um, but we did like six blow to pops and like at the end of the shoot I looked down and I had marks all over my skin oh the welts like, yeah and I had like couple of like cuts like open open wounds I didn't even realize and I was like oh there's blood dripping down my hand where is that from and it's like Jesus fuck I look like I just came back from a balloon war (laughs) it's like oh my god what was in that balloon (laughs) was it the adrenaline that you didn't feel it like it wasn't until afterwards like you were just so like high off of like oh my god is this gonna blow up and then suddenly you look down you're like oh I cut myself yeah that that's very common it happens in wrestling a lot too you'll do a move and they'll be like that was fine and you look in like oh that just ripped over my skin and you know so on and so forth oh my arm is on the ground (laughs) (laughs) I went to go I went to go (laughs) applaud at something and it just wasn't making any sound (laughs) Uh, so um so okay, so you did balloons, and then because like one of the one of the big uh, points that we love to make on this podcast, especially with with models telling stories about how they got into it, is the discovery of new fetishes that you had no idea existed. One of them being balloons. Mm-hmm. And is there anything else that was like, kind of popped out of you? Were like, oh, I had no idea that was a thing. I had no idea that was a thing. Oh, um, yeah, a lot of the stuff like you know, like small penis humiliation and stuff. I was like. Someone wants that? Yeah. Really? I thought the same thing too. And I was like, okay. And, you know, I remember the first time I did it, uh, gosh, I can't even remember who it was with, but I was just kind of like, 
I didn't even know what to say because I'm like a super nice girl. Like, yep. I'm like, yep. what do I even say? Like, oh, you got a little tiny weenie. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> now I can say all sorts of mean stuff. Yeah. But at the beginning, I was kind of like, I was the same way too when I heard about that. Mm. I was gonna be like, "Oh, you were the first <laughs> when you first did your first small penis <laughs> humiliation video." No, no, no. <laughs> no one's asked me to do one of those yet. I don't, I'm not sure if I'm just not cut out for it. But uh, you're yeah. not. You're not there yet. I'm not you'll, there you'll, yet. You'll get there. I need some time. But yeah, when I first heard about that, I was just like, "Is it like a guy who has a big penis and then he wants to pretend that he has a small no. one?" No. Turns out, no. It's just a guy who probably does have a small one, and part of the humiliation is to have that pointed out. Mm-hmm. And I've walked in. I've, I've been sitting around shoots for a while, where like you kind of lose yourself. Uh, you know, you're in the background on the computer while your friends are doing shoots, and then you suddenly hear like a line of dialogue fly at you. And, and one of like, them was just like, "That's yeah, mean." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One she of them said, was like, "What?" I think I woke up to one one day where it's just like. I'm just like, am I dreaming? This isn't really fucking happening, right? And then I'd like... Fucking pinky dick. Yeah. You small dick little motherfucker. Get out of here with that shit. Oops. Yeah. And you walk there, it's just three girls in front of a camera holding up their pinkies and doing this. Yeah. Shrimp dick. Yeah. But, um... So there was another one, um, and because I haven't explored your clip store or anything, I haven't really seen how far out into the... Um, well, also... Um, my dad did a lot of stuff with computers, so I did have the internet at an early age, not seven, but like, yeah. you know. Oh, so there was a lucky. lot of Holy things shit. that I saw online. Um, so once I did start doing other fetishes, it wasn't like I hadn't ever seen it before. I just hadn't done it before. So like like small penis humiliation. Um, mm-hmm. I knew what foot fetish was. I hadn't done it before, but when I first did it, I remember... I had to put my foot in someone's mouth, and going back to the whole thing, I'm super ticklish. I was so afraid I was going to kick or something and, like, cut the top of their mouth with my toenail or something like that. I'm like, oh, my God. I go, I don't know if I can do this. I'm going to kick. (laughs) Or impale them. (laughs) Yeah, ball busting. I mean, I remember the first time I heard about that, I was like, wait. He's just gonna let you, you know. <laughs> I grew up fighting. My dad taught me how to fight. He was a marine, mm-hmm. and so after I got beat up my first time, that just didn't happen again. And so, but he also said, "Don't fight dirty. You can fight. Don't kick a guy in the balls. Don't gouge someone's oh, eyes out. You unless know, they like it. Yeah, those kind of things. <laughs> unless so, they're paying you to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm older, and people pay me to kick them in the balls, and I'm like. Yeah, you want this? Yeah. Jeez, man. Yeah, present that's... your balls. <laughs> one question we usually present them. Uh, um, I did witness that for the first time with a girl who was like, "Hey, can you be my chaperone for this this gig?" We went to I think Fort Lauderdale or something, and there's a hotel, and um, the guy comes in really nice, you know. And I said, "Hey, look, I'm going to be here in the corner. I'm going to be on computer. I won't bug you, but if something goes wrong, I am going to step in." And he's like, oh, it'll be fine. And so he talks to the girl. And once again, you're in your computer. You're kind of in your world getting work done. And I turn around and there he is just like kind of like against the wall. And she's just wailing on his nuts. Yep. And it's the first time I ever knew that anything like that really happened. But this, not just hear about it, but to see it as you heard about it was, um, was a little shocking. But, uh, and he was at, he was in heaven. He was low. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's one guy I ball bust and he... Pretty much keeps a heart on the whole time. Mm. And I don't know how that happens, but he has a great time. I have a great time. Everybody's happy. 
So you have to kick through the hard on. No, <laughs> he adjusts it. He keeps um, it up higher. Um, <laughs> so it's out of the way. Yeah, like I, he, I don't ball bust him nude, mm-hmm. um, but he wears pants and he puts it up higher, and mm-hmm. the balls are there for k- kicking. Just, just rubber bands it. And yeah, yeah um, I didn't even realize. Like I just, I didn't even realize that you could do that. <laughs> I thought I would kick away the hard on like. There it goes. Bye. <laughs> no, nope. he was. Yeah, that's somebody. That's with, his thing. Yeah, that's his. That, and that's the thing. And that that's truly thing. shows, like, okay, this guy, that is his thing. Yeah, for that sure. That is visual proof. Mm-hmm. That's literally his thing. Mm-hmm. First time I ever did. <laughs> that's <was> really cool. <laughs> There's his thing. <laughs> I thought it was amazing. I do believe that is his thing right there. Um, but go, go ahead. I was going to say that the first time that I ever did a ball busting shoot, like I had to have a pep talk with the person I was doing it with because I was like, please, like, let me understand and make sure that you are totally okay? into this. Yeah. And that everything is fine because like if I fucking accidentally hit you like and hurt you for real and there's some permanent damage, like I don't want to be that person that yeah. like ruins your life. I don't want to actually send you to the hospital. But yeah. we can play like I will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mind's same way too. The first time I did ball busting, I was like, are you sure? Like how hard can I go? Like. And I remember the first couple taps were like love taps. And he's yeah. like, no, like really fall oh. off and kick me in the balls. I'm like, all right, all right buddy, let's here we go. I got my little Japanese schoolgirl outfit on. I'm going to kick your balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, you do, you have to have that worry of like, I, am I am I ruining your future children? Like, are they going to come out punch drunk? Is that what's going to happen? But like, it's, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. And uh, that's one of the ones that I can't wrap my head around as a male mm-hmm. member of the species because I know how much it hurts just to have one of them grazed accidentally. So for someone to just take those big hits, it's just, man, I'm like, more power to you. Well, Tom was helping <laughs> me edit for a while. Like, he's way too busy now, but I remember he had to do one of the ball-busting videos and I'm upstairs doing something like cleaning my wardrobe or something and I hear, no! Why? <laughs> <laughs> and I come downstairs and he's like, he can hardly even look at the screen. I'm like, babe, hey, are you okay? And he's like, why is this happening? <laughs> like holding on to his balls, yes. like, oh God, they he's, hurt. He's like, I'm getting sick. I'm having sympathy pain. I'm getting sick. <laughs> it's like someone watching Hostel and it's like, why would you watch yeah. someone get tortured like this? Yeah. For like 20 minutes straight. And he's like, how can he, how can he want that or let that happen to him? And <laughs> I'm like, that's what he wanted. He signed mm-hmm. up for that. That's what he requested. Yeah, to well, each his own. I didn't have to talk him into this. <laughs> One of the things I think that that's great about this podcast too is it's it's brought me out of that shell of like, um, from the first time we did the podcast, I still had my kind of res- reservations about that kind of fetish. Uh, I wouldn't say judgmental, but I felt like I, I was like it's too weird. But now I understand. It's like it's it's how you grow up. It's what is ingrained into you. It's you had that one trigger moment that happened when you were a kid. Maybe not in your case. You can't even remember. You were just like I've always liked tying up my Barbies. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like oh I saw Wonder Woman and she was getting tied up in a TV show. Nope. It was just like I always just tied up my Barbies. Yeah, but, there was no example. But it's helped me to progress to the point where I'm like I will never judge. But I, I do want to kind of ask those questions. Like doesn't it fucking hurt like oh my fucking god but then again you see somebody getting whipped until they bleed 
mm-hmm. and they're just in heaven. So mm-hmm. it's the same kind of pain transference in your brain. Mm-hmm. You know, different signals are interpreted in different ways. You're wired differently. Some people will see somebody get hit by a cane and they'll be like, there's no way I'm ever going to fucking take that. But then another person gets it for like an hour and they're suddenly in this amazing subspace. subspace. Yeah. So I I, understand it. I work with a few really hard corporal punishment sites and I am a big crybaby. Like I'll (laughs) cry and they know it. And, but everyone's really respectful of all the limits. And Mm -hmm. when I say, you know, stop or the key word is, uh, uh, when I say that, we stop. And that's your they word. can take me uh-uh. out of it and safe they have uh-uh. enough. Yeah, uh uh-uh. uh. That's a good one. Because, I mean, half the time I'm going to have something shoved down in my mouth and that's only sounds I can make. Mm-hmm. And But, I mean, there's definitely times where I'm like, wow, this is freaking intense. What did I decide to do this? And then, but most of the time I'm like, it's a release. I'll cry my eyes out. It is very intense for the body I mean and when you get out of it it's kind of like a sense of accomplishment look what I've gone through look Mm -hmm. I'm still I'm I survived this Mm -hmm. and it gets all this you just kind of think about all the things that's been bothering you and you just like get it all out it's like having the best cry (laughs) it's like therapy it's like yeah yeah, afterwards you're like I'm still a badass it's a fetishy (laughs) it's a fetishy version of, of frozen that whole, like, let it go. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, and it really is. And you're doing it in an environment where you know everyone's looking out for you, too. So you can put on a show, feel good about it, take the pain, you know, release all that energy from your body. And at the end of the night, you go to sleep, you have a great night's sleep. Yeah, yeah. And you wake up and you're like, let's do it again. I feel like, well, we, uh, I started getting into a couple of friends that were, like, doing private play parties and somebody's like I had a girl who was like I want to really flog you and I'm like I've never had that done but it was one of those things where I had a glass of wine or two I'm like let's give it a shot and she went at it and long story short I kind of reached that same space that you were in yeah and it was so like pure that the next day I almost felt like a crash the next day your your, your serotonin levels just kind of go back down and you're like Ooh, you have to kind of recover. It's almost like having a hangover from experiencing that kind of. Uh, and sometimes you almost even you like you want the marks to like show like I. Oh, did they're like this. points of pride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I got through this. This was something I could do. It makes me stronger. But uh, we'll get back to that in a bit too, because that's very like that's that's another running theme is the whole idea of like pain as pleasure and stuff like that. But uh, I do want to finish the topic in terms of like. Um, what you're currently doing now in your store, what can fans expect to see in terms of um, just the variety of different fetishes that you've tried? I would say uh, mainly I do bondage, mm-hmm. ball busting, straight jacket stuff. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, the straight jacket stuff's really fun. Um, all my straight jacket fans are always so kind and awesome, and they give really good feedback on videos. For fans who don't know what that is, can you give them a quick explanation? Um, so... I acquired straight jackets because there was a fan that saw that I was doing all these fun stuff and he's like, do you think you would use these? And mm-hmm. I said, sure, why not? And so I did a custom that was a straight jacket escape challenge. And now I, it's become a running series. So I put a model in the straight jacket. I interview her as I put it in, put her in it. Seven minutes to escape. And if she doesn't escape, then I unbuckle her and I ask her about it. But I found that has been one of the most interesting series I've ever done because each model has something different to say about straight jacket. And for me, 
I don't know how to get out of this straight jacket. <laughs> and it doesn't, it gets warm and it's like, uh, it's like a big puzzle. It's definitely something for the mind. You get hot trying to figure out how to get out mm-hmm. and the restraint. I mean, they say it's like giving yourself a hug. It really is, but you're stuck there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it can make you feel a little crazy or it can make you feel like almost like you could go to sleep in a straitjacket. I'm assuming you could. I mean, mm-hmm. being that it's used to, to restrain, especially if you're back in the day when they used it on patients. I mean, they kind of had to fall asleep. And it's kind of sexy looking. Yeah. No, <laughs> we, like had, we had a, a fan. One of the first videos I ever shot was this thing called, I guess like the name was like The Nightmare or something like that. And it was this girl... We had this idea of like she just falls asleep and has these different weird scenarios where she keeps getting knocked out by a weird, you know, stranger. Uh, weird stranger being me. But like one of them, we had a fan who sent us this straight jacket. It was made of leather. Nice. And he was like, can you please incorporate this into a shoot? And I just asked the girl, Letitia, and I was just like, we want to do like a, a scene where like you wake up and you're, you're, you think you're going insane. And so you, you're in a straight jacket. And of course, I sneak up behind you like to silence you or, you know, give you a chop to the head or like, or not a chop, but like a bonk, something um, like that. And, uh, and we did it and he fucking, he went over, he went, he was over the moon with it. Um, but yeah, I, I did, that's weird. I fear, I just, yeah, I dabbled in that too. Cause yeah. It, and it does look cool. Like it's got a great look to it when you're, you know, trying to get out of it. Have you had anybody actually escape? Yes, I've had three models escape. Holy shit! And they were art new models. <laughs> Not models. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Then they jumped out of the window and never came back. Yeah. Where'd you guys go? <laughs> but Other than um, that, uh, like tickling, foot tickling is a huge thing for my store. We do a lot of. Uh, fingernail, hand, foot tickling, feathers. Um, but, mo- but most mostly bondage. bondage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. It. I think I will always be mostly bondage. Cause but that's great. That means that's that, my roots. Because <laughs> you know, with fetish, like bondage is like one of the biggest categories for mm-hmm. you to be able to not just produce within it, but do it in such a way where you're you're excelling. That's that's very mm-hmm. impressive. Because everyone tries it, and then it's like, oh, it's a it's a saturated market, but you have your niche carved out, which is great. Do you think it has to do with your look? Like, is that a um, part of it? I, think I so. actually think so because I've talked to. I didn't want to say anybody out here. I'm... No, I haven't even <laughs> talked to my parents about this. Like, you know, there's for those who don't know, Nisa Nevers is Japanese. I'm a half Japanese girl. Half Japanese. What do they call it? The army brat syndrome. Like the oh, the... Uh, I'm Hapa. Ah, yes. <laughs> Um, my, my friend Hannah actually Hoppe met too. in California when my dad. I, I don't know if he was in the service at the time. He mm-hmm. might because he went back and he went into the Marines twice, but um, they didn't meet in Japan. They met in California, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, well, in in Hawaii, Hapa is half and half. Yes. So I'm Hapa. There's. My friend Hannah is the same way. She's Hapa. She that's what that was her stage. Yeah, Hapa Pride. <laughs> Hapa Pride. Hapa. She's like half Hawaiian, half Korean. Yep. Yep. And yeah, in the states, there's not a lot of. Uh, I feel like there's not a ton of um, Asian bondage models. I would I would agree. Yeah. Um, you find them in Japan, but a lot of times, you know, just like with mainstream movies and even music and stuff like things in America are more popular 
Mm-hmm. So, do you find that like the stuff that you see in Japan is a little less professionally done? No, I see a lot of stuff that's very professionally done. More and intense. Really cool shit mm-hmm. that I would love to like do myself, and I even have wrote um, producers that are based in Japan. Like when I come back, I would love to shoot with you. Um, I will have to have somebody help me because of the language barrier. Yeah. I don't speak Japanese. <clears throat> but I mean, they're doing some really cool, intense stuff, and I want to be a part of that. That's great. Yeah, I don't know why I just asked that question. I just literally asked, "Do you think the fetish in Japan was fake or like light?" Because yeah, uh, there's a Have lot. Have you of... seen what they're doing out there? They Ooh. take like they will show you things you have not seen <laughs> they will make a new thing oh i've seen i've seen one of the first photos i ever saw that shocked me out of my fucking sneakers was uh it was a japanese uh, uh it was a scat thing and someone sent it to me just as a shocking photo and it was um it wasn't doctored it was like back when you had to like download a jpeg and it was like eat yeah eat. so you're like oh there's a pretty girl eat eat there's her feet <laughs> printed oh. out on your dot matrix yes with the tearaway sides oh yeah i want to make a banner <laughs> piss my parents off let's print a b on Nisa's this room <laughs> But it was a picture of a Japanese girl who was, and it was honestly, I, I the, phot- the photographer needs an award like from like National Geographic. It's one of those things that you catch in the wild. Like, oh my god, this is only gonna happen once, and um, uh, we don't have restrictions here in terms of what we can talk about. But yeah, this girl was Japanese. It was shot in Japan. It was for a scat site, and she had her legs behind her own head, and she was. I'm not gonna go into extreme detail, but she was ejecting things from her body that were flying in an arc back into her open mouth. And Chocolate shotgun. Yep. <laughs> oh, of course there's a term for it. Of course it. there's a name for it. I'm trying to like not like like make your, your food come back up. You're like, yeah, sh- sh- shotgun, shotgun. <laughs> It's something um, I read on Amazon in the review, actually. <laughs> I, was like, I love that someone... That will stuck, be stuck in my uh, head For forever. a second, I was like, oh, you can buy it on Amazon? You can fucking get anything there. <laughs> yeah, they have it. Like, you need it in a bundle in Costco. It's yeah. very impressive. The Kirkland brand. The Kirkland. <laughs> Kirkland shotgun. They call it Coco shotgun. <laughs> Kirkland shotgun shotgun at Costco. But you have to buy it by the gallon. Yes, right, right next to the... The five gallon, I mean. <laughs> Right next to the six-pack of coffins. <laughs> you can't just buy one thing. But, uh, oh, but so Japan yeah. was always in the forefront. Like, there's that running joke that, like, Japan and Germany just... That's, that's some extreme fetish out there. The axis of fetish. <laughs> but it's a, it's a direct reflection of the culture, too. It's just, I think the more restricted it is, the more those things start to kind of seep out in the world of fetish. Uh, the United States is definitely by no means the freest world in terms of thought, but it's not as restricted as, say, you know, places like China, Japan, Germany, and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so Japan's got a lot to offer. Like, have you have you actually worked out there? No, no, I wanted to. Because you said when I come back, I thought... Oh, well, I lived there when I was younger. Oh, me, duh. Okay. Me and Tom went there um, and visited my dad when he was living in Tokyo. He's now in Okinawa. So when I went to Tokyo, I did get in contact um, 
with a very amazing, awesome, well-known Shabari artist. Mm. Everybody knows who Steve Osada is. And I wanted to work with him so bad, uh, my schedule just didn't allow for me to have any time. <clears throat> One of the things that scared me, though, about working, like doing his workshops and stuff is, you know, I am Japanese in front of Japanese people. And he mm -hmm. asked me, do you speak Japanese? And I said, no, I can't speak Japanese. And he goes, are you able to not talk at all? And I was like, oh, shit, I talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my, like, um, my top three favorite things to do. I talk a lot. Oh, God. I you, love talking. You gag me. <laughs> just gag me. <laughs> I just thought of that forgetting Sarah Marshall line. You ever see that movie? No. Where like there's a he's having sex with this girl and she just keeps saying hey to him. Hi. She's like, hi, hi, hi. And he just goes like, can you please not say hi anymore? Stick like, a sock in her mouth. No, she goes like, I brought a gag. And, you know, you can gag me. Do you want to gag me? And he just goes like, kind of now. You know, because she's <laughs> being really annoying. But I love the idea of just going like, uh, I can't, I, yeah, I speak a lot, but you can just, just. Yeah, just gag me first and no one will ever know. So it didn't happen. It didn't. No, happen. I didn't get to. And I'm really like bummed out. And I definitely would love to reach out to him again. And, uh, but next time I go, I would like to. I was seeing family and there was a lot of stuff to do so I think mm -hmm. I would like to schedule myself more time to have free time to go do something like that so do you feel um, what another popular question we get here is in terms of like um, I say in terms of a lot I need to stop doing that <laughs> I used to say that all the time uh, but no in what terms in what terms <laughs> I used to also smack my lips a lot when I drank wine someone noticed it now I don't do it anymore I'm just like so self-conscious about it but uh, so in terms of so in terms of lip smacking because <laughs> <laughs> with the wine it makes your mouth rush you're like yeah <laughs> but um, uh, when you when you're doing your fetish work now is there anything that you haven't tried that you're like I want to give that a shot someday Ooh. besides of course the Japanese hmm. um, the shibari and all that hmm you, you, you did do something uh, last or this week that you haven't done before. Oh, yeah. That was totally awesome. Working with you was amazing. I learned so many cool things. Like, I have done wrestling before mm -hmm. many, many years ago, probably like almost a decade ago. But it wasn't like... Um, it was more like grappling? Yeah, more like grappling and like just... Cat it was like, okay, just go with it. And I'm like, okay, I don't know. Pull hair, roll around. Like, yeah, push, yeah, roll around, push you, and then you push me. But to actually have someone like teach me how to do something, yeah. that was really cool. And to make me feel comfortable and safe doing it, like the pile driver thing, I'm like still like, whoa, I did the pile driver. <laughs> and then, whoa, somebody did it on me. And like, that you were, totally you did great. Yeah. was cool. I like that a lot. I like learning something. I always have been like a learner. I'm never going to be one of those people that are like, I know everything. No, I will be learning till the day I die. Mm -hmm. and but that's I, how it excites me. That's yeah. how it should be. And uh, I, I had a blast working with you. Um, you took direction extremely well and you were very open to, to instruction and stuff like that. Thank you. Even when we shot today with Jacqueline, like I, I, we, neither one of us really felt like we had to like show you much. 
We're just like she kind of already knows. She's she's been in the business for for a long time. Like I think the only thing that happened at one point was just like I think a boob fell out or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we didn't we didn't tell the boob all the instructions yeah. that it needed. That's the I one thing we boob, forgot. My boobs are ditzy. I didn't have, yeah. I didn't, I didn't they're, have the, they're new. You know, they're just they're new in the world. I didn't have the boobs they email address. Like I had no way to Skype the boob. Like there was no way to FaceTime. Boob time. They don't like to listen. Yeah. <laughs> they just want to be free. Yeah. iPhone doesn't have nipple time on their phone yet, so we couldn't really do that. So. <laughs> no, I um, like I like people that are able to give me good direction, too. That makes me a lot more comfortable shooting. Because I want to do a good job. I want to do it how you guys want it. So it's nice to have people that can also direct well. Well, you do well, that a lot, it's too. Nice, it's nice working with somebody that actually wants to do a good job and that cares about their performance as well. Because mm-hmm. so, sometimes we say things and it's always like, you know, in one ear or out the other kind of thing. And they're like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, it's totally cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then nothing sticks. And it's like, okay, all this stuff that we just went over and you said you were totally fine with yeah. and we thought that you got <laughs> and we rehearsed and you did, like, you know, aces with... And then just none of that even just mattered. And oh, when you like, yell action, it's like it didn't stick. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't happen like all the time. But not at all. As a matter of fact, like I, I'm very happy to say that um, in, in my production experience, a good ninety to ninety five percent of the people I work with are fucking on point. Um, but there are some times that you get a model um, who just doesn't seem like they they want to be there. And, uh, and, and for you to be the opposite of that, not only want to be there, but to be interested in like, oh my God, I'm learning this. This is new. I've never done this. Oh, I haven't worked with this girl. She's awesome. You know, oh my God, look what she's doing. Maybe yeah. I can do that. And so you were... You, you care about the product. Very You, care, yeah. you care about oh, your yeah. image. And the final product is the most important thing. You know, it's quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, I'm putting my name on it. You're putting your name on it. We, sh- we want to be proud of what we're putting out. I don't want to put out like some whatever. Yeah. I want to put out something that's like, people are like, that's badass. Mm-hmm. I could jerk off to that all day long. <laughs> <laughs> this is some file that I'm going to keep till I'm dead. That, that was the original know? name of my site until I changed it to Sleeper Kids World. It's just like, <laughs> I, I could jerk, jerk off to that all day long. Yeah. Dot com. Yeah, exactly. Like, Dot I work. want them to keep it forever. <laughs> so are you like me like if you're having a really like off bad day and your performance is just like subpar that you kind of like beat yourself up about it and oh like, yeah. yeah you're like why didn't I why did I do it like that why couldn't I do it like this like yeah. what's wrong with me now should, Jackie's is like should have rescheduled yeah but I, I <laughs> well, you always trudge through it because you know when People you say are, you're yeah. gonna do it you're say, gonna do it yeah and, and I'm I'm a workaholic me too I'm a workhorse even if I'm sick as a dog if I say I'm doing it I'm doing it mm-hmm. that's just the way it is if you haven't shot through a like two hours of sleep slash hangover mm-hmm. then you're not a real producer <laughs> yeah you just get it done you suck it up put on your smile leave your issues back home with your pillow and you just get to work when you're like when your model is getting dressed and you're in the corner crying drinking muscle milk just to have protein in your body so you can shoot the next thing won't you cancel on me instead (laughs) (laughs) it'd be really great if you did you start texting him and like making suggestions just like you're really you You must be having an allergy attack or you need to go home now (laughs) (laughs) we can reschedule if you want it's totally okay I threw some chicken bones on the ground I think your grandfather's sick. Yeah. 
<laughs> you should go home. Don't call. Just go home. Oh, yeah. man. Sometimes, like, when we have a model cancel on us or, or need to reschedule for whatever reason. There's like, times where you're like, hallelujah. Yeah. It's like it's like you got you you got able to, like, you got able. That's you you were able to, like, skip school, mm-hmm. call out of work, it's and, like, get a free day. day. It's a snow day. Like, it's, for fetish producers, it's a snow it's day. A snow you're day. watching on TV, and finally your school district pops up, and you're like, yes! yes! <laughs> Even if it was a two-hour delay, sometimes that's good, too. I yeah. never had that. We, we we grew up in DeKalb County, so DeKalb County was all or nothing. Like, DeKalb uh. County, there could be, it could look like Fury Road out, outside, and they would still make you go to school. But then you would look, there was those miracle moments where you would get that, like, and 8 a.m., okay, canceled, canceled, canceled. DeKalb County, fuck! At like, 7 in the morning. So, you know, you have the whole day to, like, watch cartoons and, mm-hmm. like, run outside and play in the snow or, you know, whatever. But, uh, mm-hmm. or tie up your Barbies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or your friend. Yeah, or your friends Barbies. in front of your Barbies. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then tickle her until she screams. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it was? Like, you were tickling your Barbies, you're like, I hear no screams. <laughs> I must call my friends. (laughs) My friends are human. (laughs) You might be good to tie up, but you don't bend into a hog tie. (laughs) But you know what? In Japan, they have these dolls. Growing up, they have these dolls. They're Jenny dolls. That's what it's called. Jenny doll. Very cute face. Uh Kind of like an anime kind of cute face. Mm -hmm. But her limbs are not like Barbie where it's like stiff plastic. It's like um, a softer... And it has a wire inside. You could bend Jenny doll however you like. Oh, Jenny. Jenny doll got tied up a lot. I had Jenny. a couple Jennies. <laughs> oh, Jenny got shibarried, yeah. Jenny was better than Barbie. Jenny was a suspension doll, I'm assuming. Jenny was like, you could pretzel Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> All dolls are made for suspension, but Jenny could hog tie. Oh, Jenny. And she would last. Mm-hmm. Well, eventually, once you bent Jenny's arms too much, it did break inside. Was it J-E-N-N-Y? Mm-hmm. Okay. Jenny doll. All right, so you guys, I can already hear you guys typing and looking it up online, so enjoy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Jenny dolls. And Jenny doll is very fashionable, too. Very cute clothes. Do we have an... Clothes? Who Mm -hmm. needs those? Oh, you know. (laughs) You gotta take something off. She didn't have the same body as Barbie, though. <laughs> of course she didn't. Of course she well, didn't. But she was more bendy. <laughs> I had a guy who sent me a script for a ring match, and it wasn't a script; it was a video script. And um, he, I kid you not, he, uh, what did they call it when you do the uh, the stop motion animation? Oh yes. But he did it with dolls in, in a little ring. It was like a ring about this big. Oh, kind of like claymation. Does. Yes, and he had these dolls, and he basically made the dolls give each other these moves that he wanted me to reproduce. That's awesome. And it must he have made taken it himself? Him, yes, it must have taken him months. Because it was a good, like, 10-minute match of, like, one... I think it was, like, the Ultimate Warrior doll versus, like, an Undertaker doll or something like that. And he was just like, okay, I want this person to go up on the ring like this. And then, bam. And the video had, like, step one, deliver this move off the top rope. And, like, it was all wow. this 10 minutes of, like... he could have sold that video himself. He put it up, I'm sure he put it up on YouTube or something. There's people who do a lot of that. A lot of kids do it. A lot of adults mm-hmm. do it. Where they just, like, stop-motion animate action. I saw the whole thing and I was watching it and then at the end I felt terrible because I, I the guy didn't know that um, the guy didn't know that we didn't have a ring and so when I finally told him we didn't have a ring to shoot in he was just devastated because he thought that we shot in rings so we just shot one thing that we were doing live in a ring 
and he thought I could make all this come to life. I'm like, no, we have a mat room. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> send me a picture of your mat room so I can make a clay mat room. Oh, my God. But, uh, but yeah, so, out of, so, so far we've got... Hold on, let's get some more water. <clears throat> okay, right, right. I remember when I was doing, uh, when I was learning video editing, we actually did a thing with Claymation, and that was really fun, and it did take a long time. It probably took me a week to make this little thing about a... I made a little clay guy, and... Well, I made a little clay cop. And he comes in, and I had this silly voice. I was like, ur, 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 where's my donut? And then this <laughs> other clay guy comes, and he has this knife, and he kills him, and then there's this blood all over, and he gets the donut and runs away. Wait, was this just for fun? Or? No, this was in uh, in school. Oh, in school. Okay. Um, my yes. teacher was actually pretty cool about it. but uh, So you made a video? Mm-hmm. Like, Claymation how, video. How did you make the video? Oh, you well, were... it was, it, I was in video, uh, radio TV broadcasting class, so we were doing video editing, so we had to actually like do it step by step and make the claymation video, film it ourselves, mold the clay, film, mold, oh my God. film, mold, film, mold, film, mold, film. Oh. Was it the, the little, so was, awesome. it, was it the click star where it was just the one click and then it just takes the one frame, or was it, you know, film for like one second and you had to stop it? We would do one second, but I also was trying to do things where I would get like, turning angles of them so mm-hmm. like I would do like a little voice here and there but in the end I ended up having to do voiceover anyway yeah but I was trying different things mm-hmm. it was really a learning process that's how you learn I mean like uh, I've never looked and this is not tooting my own horn but I've never looked at an online tutorial when it comes to editing like I just kind of went like okay I'm just gonna learn it just click on shit until I know what works. I think that's one of the best ways to do it. I I mean, when I learned how to edit, I was I learned on a toaster. The thing, the computer was like <laughs> a freaking wall. And we had like, what, five special effects. And one was a fairy that went bling. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was just kind of silly. And now look what we can do on... Even just on our phones. Oh, I was like, showing you the... Everybody's a video editor. Yeah, I was showing you the special effect that my friend does. Was yeah, he does that's like, amazing. And he just does it for fun. He just like... Uh, I mean, not for fun now. Like, uh, I pay him. But like, right. he, he, take, he takes his time. He gets it right. I mean, he does a good job. He cares Your special about, effects yeah. look badass. Leo, if you're listening, which you're probably not... Thank you so much. You're awesome. But uh, so, okay, so we've discussed uh, the first big topic out of the way, just the different kinds of fetishes that uh, the lovely Nisa is, uh, has been working on. Um, where can we branch from that? Because it really, like, it starts turning into the many stories um, involving one of the, actually, one of the questions we just got from one of the fans. Actually, let's go ahead, oh, and, yeah. let's go ahead and hit it. One of the questions is... Oh, wait, I don't know if we should get to questions this year. No, 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 just the one, because it was actually the same question I was going to ask anyway. And, um, let's see. Oh! Um, okay, so this is good. Is there any one fetish out that you refuse to participate in, or one that you can't... Uh, spelling's a little bit... Uh, one you cannot wrap your head around. I don't want to be an adult baby. <laughs> I just don't. I will play mommy if someone wants to hire me for that, but I don't want to be the adult baby. I don't want to wear the diaper. I've been asked to before. Mm-hmm. And no disrespect, I was very polite, and I told told the um, person who asked me, I was like, you know, I think that's cool that you got that going on, but I just, I for me, I don't want to be the baby. <laughs> 
Now let's discuss that. I feel Not like, the baby. I feel like a psychiatrist now. I'm like, uh, so yeah, tell me why. No, but seriously, like, what what um, what makes you say like no to that? Was there um, is it be just because of the? I mean, the obvious reason of like, I don't want to role play a child or an infant. Um, it's not even really that because I play a schoolgirl all the time. Yeah. I don't have any problem with that. Um, I just don't want to wear a, a diaper. I... Is it just an aesthetic baby, thing? Though, You're yeah. like, I don't want to be seen in a fucking diaper. Yeah, I don't even think I could hold a straight face being like, goo goo gaga, <laughs> mommy, something. I just, I, I don't think I would do a good job, so I don't want to waste somebody's time. Mm-hmm. Um, I also. For me, I just don't want to wear a freaking huge diaper. I definitely am not going to go in the diaper. Oh, jeez. I'm just... Yeah. That's... I don't want to do that. No. Not for me. Yeah. And I don't... And and a thing that I have done once, which I'll never do again, and I still to this day makes me feel like shit. I'm not stepping on a live thing. I crushed a crawfish once. Uh... It puts its little arms up to protect itself, and even to this day, I still feel like shit about it, and so I'll never do anything like that Uh, again. If it makes you feel better, it probably won't, but there's a lot, like, that's the most popular answer I've gotten from guys I've talked to, where they're like, I once did a crushing thing. Yeah, that money is not green enough for me. No. I couldn't, I I couldn't do it. Uh, we, We had a discussion with Cheyenne Jewel. Um, have you worked for Cheyenne? I love Cheyenne, and she's, she's got a, a nice butt. <laughs> <laughs> no, her whole body is ridiculous. Yeah, like the last but time that we butt, but that ass, like, though. yeah, girl. I don't want to sound like a male or nothing, but yeah, she's got a great ass. Uh, but like just her whole body, I was just we, we when she came out yeah, in like this cool. bikini, I was like, yeah, she's really cool. She's laid back, mm. and she looks great on camera, and mm-hmm. she knows how to take direction. But we were ta- we were here talking on the podcast. And she mentioned she's very much of like an animal activist. She's very um, she, most of her Tumblr posts are like you know stop this madness, don't torture this, don't torture that, and that was her same answer, which is like I would never you know hurt a living thing. And uh, some girls have done it like you have, and then you were like, okay, I'm never doing that shit again because it, mm-hmm. you know, it's a major <clears throat> regret. Um, that's another one that I can't wrap my head around either. Yeah. And Jacqueline has a store on Niche Clips. Uh, sort of a few of my other friends, and occasionally I'll go in there and be like, oh, "Let's see what's out there." And they're still like, "Oh, that's a big mistake." Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, and even then, like we were, there's I'm a lot not gonna, of dark stuff. Out I'm not going to get into the death fetish stuff because we've talked about it before with so many other models. But I'll trample a person. I'll kick and step all over a oh, person yeah. that's there and willing to <laughs> oh, be there. Fuck yeah. And I will do that. That's consent. But not something, yeah, not something yeah. that can't consent, not something that can't protect itself. Exactly. Not something that can just be like, okay, I'm done here. I'm gonna go now. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not a killer. Like if I'm gonna kill something, I'm gonna go scuba diving and kill a lionfish. Yeah. And that's probably. Why the Why would you kill a lionfish? Because <laughs> it doesn't tell the truth. Well, lionfish <gasps> actually eats all but, the um, all the little things that clean the reef, and so ultimately it destroys the reef. Those fuckers. So, and the lionfish is good white fish. So you catch the lionfish, you cut the spines off, and you can just fry it up and eat it, or fry it like put it in a pan. But there's a difference between you going scuba diving, catching a fish and eating it, and yeah. you filming it for someone else's yeah. pleasure. And so I'm also protecting the reef. Yes. I'm a scuba diver. Yes. And the reef needs a lot of protection. 
Yeah, it's like when someone. That's my heart. <laughs> like I didn't know so that. Proud of you. When someone talks about like deer hunting, and I, I would never hunt any animals, but I do <clears> understand <throat> that that you know there is such a thing as overpopulation, and yes. like some species overpopulate to the point where like they, an entire section of like farmland can be destroyed, and so on and so forth. I like you know? to eat deer. I don't think I personally could. I've been on a hunt for deer before but I talk too much so nobody wants to take me anymore <laughs> I've been one time and they're all annoyed with me so oh, yeah, I can hear you Nisa yeah, I can but hear you hunting me I Nisa. love deer meat um, I'm just not the one that's going to go kill the deer kill I'll the deer. help bleed the deer out cut it up all that stuff I'm not going to be the one to shoot it in the face that pretty little face oh, <laughs> big doe eyes don't, no. <laughs> never get shot in the face I'll not, make venison never in jerky the face. Yeah. So everybody bring me your deer meat and I'll make you venison jerky. <laughs> hint, hint. Dot com. <laughs> you have to honor every part of her, otherwise it's murder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what deer jaw tastes like. I, I don't know. Good. It probably just mm. tastes like bone, I think, right? I don't know. Yeah, there's not very... They're not, not a very whole lot of meat face. on there. That, they're not that like does chew a lot. Like bears. Bear look like, bears look like they have a lot of meat in their face. Oh, bears. Oh, yeah. Like, I would have a plate of bear face. Mm-hmm. It's like, excuse me. <laughs> with oh my god, would it serve it to you like with the mouth wide open and just like fangs bearing, just like yeah. with that crazy well, then, look then in its eye, just the, like you grab it by the mouth and you crack, oh, crack it open yourself. It's yeah, it's the snow crab of the woods. Yeah, yeah. Ba- bear face. Bear. It's, mm. it's it's what's for dinner. bear face killer. <laughs> <laughs> and you have the crazy uncle who starts putting on his head like, hey, look at me. Oh, don't pollute or don't light shit on fire. Which one's the bear? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Smokey the bear. Sorry. Yeah. Which one's the bear? <laughs> sorry, the owl doesn't want you to pollute. Smoke, Smokey the bear does. The forest, al- fires. forest oh, fires. Only you Say no to drugs. can prevent Smoke forest fires. Oh, yeah. Only you can stop eating my face. And then you have like, uh, what's the owl? The owl's like, don't, don't give, wait, give, give a, a hoot. Don't pollute. Don't pollute. Don't pollute. Oh, don't pollute. Yes. So These little you, jingles. You never oh, the dog. Things. Oh, uh, McGruff the crime dog. McGruff. <gasps> Say no oh, to drugs. Yeah. Say no to drugs. Or say no, to, no, it's take a bark. Take, take a bite, bite out, out of crime. crime. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, take yeah. out a bite out of that bear face. Yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> give a hoot. Exciting when he give a hoot, take a bite out of bear face. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's my new website. Don't pollute with bear face. <laughs> <laughs> Went out to the park yesterday. There was bear faces everywhere. Ew. Someone got to pick this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I understand the Kids, trash grab cans. A bag. Most trash cans can't hold your typical bear face, but you know you gotta try. Yeah, you gotta make the opening bigger so you can put the bear face inside. You and also close the jaws of each one mm-hmm. so there's a little more oh, compressed. Oh yeah, they're lazy. all like, ah, yeah, you, yeah, it's, it takes yes. up more space. Close yes. it. We all know people who take more space just by opening their mouths. So. Mm-hmm. Oh god, especially those bears. <laughs> what what the fuck are we talking about? Okay, I feel like so this is last. Podcast, podcast on the left. Oh, no. No. We're not going to go there. No. <laughs> Those guys are my heroes. Um, so, um, yeah, if you're listening, guys, we love you. Those They're guys like, are awesome. Are they geotagging? Let's go kill them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And They're then trying we'll... to steal our thunders. What if, yeah, those guys are eventually going to do a podcast about somebody that they murdered. <laughs> like, we're out of serial killers. But, um, okay, so moving on. Uh, we actually, I do want to revisit that topic because I, I did say that we had talked about it before, but your perspective on it would be refreshing. So the idea of doing Necro, because, like, we shot today um, a clip with you and Jackie, and it was, like, 
a video game style clip where you guys were like soldiers coming at oh, me yeah. and you know fire 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 we died like 10 times you guys yeah it was like a 10 times 10 scenes we did Exactly um, ten times. What, are you are you popular in that genre, or is that something you just dabble in? Every um, once in a while? I I actually don't know if I'm popular in that genre. Um, I well, do, I will find out after yeah. I release this video. I filmed Which, some stuff like that uh, for other producers. I've never. Mm-hmm. I don't have a niche clips. Um, I've never really filmed a lot of death stuff for my stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I have no problem filming it. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun. I'll play pretend dead. I'll play for real, Dad. <laughs> but you look really good. Wait, dying. what does that mean? When you use the word "play," what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> I'll well, play for real, Dad. This is really a ghost sitting in front of us right now. It's a role play thing too. I think it's it's one of those things where it's like you can role play anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, some there are some exceptions in your case. Like you're not going to put in a fucking diaper. Yeah. Um, no. That's kind of how that works. But. Um, no but, diaper. Yeah, yeah. And we've had that aspect of every single model that comes through. It's like, what will you not do? And, you know, what do you want to do? Or what have you not done that you want to try? And we were, I think, got into that. Um, but further along, like, one um, of the other things that we talked about actually last night as well as, like, earlier in the week is we have a lot of pet peeves as producers and as, mm-hmm. as models. Um, and I have been actually asked to model for, for different companies. Jackie, way more than I have, obviously. But, uh, no, that's not true. <laughs> I played Robin don't, for somebody once. Don't discredit yourself. And then I think Jacqueline and Candlebox got to be vampires that drained me dry for like a hotel shoot or something. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that was hot. Um, but um, what um, what are your big uh, pet peeves? Because it can't all be positive. Like the about thing, shooting. About or? shooting. I'm going to give you a couple different subjects. I'm going to throw them at you. Yeah, yeah. And you just bat them back. So uh, about let's say um, modeling. So. Things that you just absolutely can't stand um, um, when you're when you're on a gig, you know, like you're out there and like. I am. I really like when people are on time. Mm. <clears throat> Being not on time, like if if I'm traveling and I'm meeting you at like a studio or something, dude, I'm on time. <laughs> I'm, you know what? There's a saying. It's called <clears throat> like if we're hanging out here, like I'm staying at your guys' house. You have me for the whole day. Whenever we want to start, it's great. Yes. But oh, when I was going to say, a, like, I hope... No, no. But when you have a scheduled shoot, say, like, at the con or something like that, you're like, okay, here's your dedicated two hours. I don't yeah. have time to, like, fuss we, around. And we're really... We're and really if you're fussing shit. around, at least give me the paperwork to do in the meantime so we don't have to... Because when the clock goes, that means I leave the room. That doesn't mean I do paperwork now or you start untying me now. Mm-hmm. When it's 2 and I said I was doing 12 to 2, when it's 2, that means I got to be out of here. because You got to be leaving by 2. Yeah. like and But I show up hair and makeup ready. I'm ready to go. So as soon as... And if you tell me what outfit you want, what you want me in for your first set at least, mm-hmm. I'll show up in that outfit. We can just go right into it. Oh, yeah. That's one thing I noticed but, about you, actually, um, and this is not at all, like, I'm not trying to say it's different, that different from what I'm used to, but it, it did s- stick out, was that I was like, hey, go pick out a bikini, and within, like, one minute, you had a bikini on. Yeah. You didn't go through 16 of them. There wasn't, like, the carcasses of discarded bikinis on the ground that just didn't make the cut. <laughs> 
you know, like you just were like, hey, this was striped. Do you like it? I'm like, it looks great on you. Let's do this. Boom. Yeah. The only like, thing I did was look at tags. I mean, obviously, extra yeah. small is not going to fit me. Mm-hmm. Extra large is not going to fit me. So I just waited and I would find a medium. And I'm like, you look like you would be good. Like and then that. I said, like, oh, you brought your own superhero. That's what we need to organize. Yeah, we do. We do. We're going we're gonna to get our friend Mary Meow to help us with that. But uh, superhero and stuff, like, we did a thing where, like, I was like, you said, oh, I brought my own superhero outfit. I'm like, oh, let me see what it looks like. Within, like, a minute, you were upstairs already, like, adjusting the corset part of it. I was like, that's, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed by that. So I'm not a big time waster. No. I don't like it either. That's why when people confuse... I don't like it either. I'm just not used to it happening. Yeah. (laughs) This is kind of a first for us. Well, it's a thing like where you go, don't confuse my attention to detail with wasting time. Yeah. No, no. Not the same thing. That is totally different. Mm -hmm. And some people do. I've had models who sit there like... You really want to tell me how to do that? No, and I'm like, getting yes, it right. Yes, I wanted you to be safe. I want to get this right and mm-hmm. hopefully get it right on the first try. And I guess yeah, it, and no, if you have yeah. to adjust lights, move lights, do something like that, it's better to do it than be like, man, I wish I would have set that light up right. No, make it look good. You only get one shot sometimes. And I've never had that happen. Thankfully, there's never been a model who's been like, you got to move the lights again. Or no. <laughs> They no, understand. Anything, they understand. Go and plug something. Help. Yes. Yeah. And you offer that too. You're like, is there anything I can do? And we're like, no, no, no. We'll take care of it. You're like, fuck that. Give me that thing. <laughs> so that was really refreshing. Uh, but anyway, so okay, so one of your big pet peeves is people not being on time. Yeah, timeliness. Anything um, else? Well, I'm like one of those people. Like, say you're going on a bondage shoot, and you just look around and see how people lay their stuff out. I don't want to put the ball gag in my mouth that was on the ground. <laughs> like, a lot of times I'll bring my own or I'll be like, let me wash this for you. <laughs> I've got toy cleaner. Yeah, but like, you know, like, just be aware of your surroundings and like, you know. That is unbelievably inconsiderate. Yeah, or let's just set this Hitachi right here on the ground. No. Can yeah. you wear this bikini? Only three other girls have worn it today. Yeah. 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 It's like, what the fuck? Don't touch me with that on the ground Hitachi. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you don't want floor Hitachi. No, can we not have floor Hitachi, please? Can we have like, like a, I might have drooled over there and there's already dirt and dust. Like, I do believe on. that's a pile of uh, Dorito yeah. remains. Um, um, <laughs> now, in terms of producers themselves, uh, is there anything that you are like, okay, this is probably going to go badly because this person is A-Y-Z. Oh, people... A-Y-A. People that only complain. I'm like, I don't do well with like Debbie Downers or anything. It's like, oh my God, are we going to like shoot? Are you going to just bitch about somebody else the whole time? That's not even here irrelevant to our shoot. One of those. The the talkers. Mm -hmm. It's like, what do you want me to take your side? What do you want? Are you paying me to take your side? Do they do that? They'll just be like, do you know so-and-so? Yes. I've had some people. Well, do this that. happened. What do you think I'm right? You know. Yeah, like, it's like oh, I'm not gonna play that game. Like we're all in the same industry. That oh. might, and you might not realize. Maybe that's a good friend of mine, dude. Or maybe it's someone I also equally hate. But I'm not gonna tell you because <laughs> you're already telling me, and you don't even know me. Which means that you're gonna fucking <laughs> yeah. tell everybody else who comes in. Well, afterwards. Lisa also hates her. <laughs> Just so they could have something to talk about yeah. and gossip with. I like, asked I'm her like while I wore my secrets person, yeah. you know, like, come on. I hit record on my iPhone while I asked her this question. Yeah, seriously, like, are you setting me up? <laughs> <laughs> Do you like so-and-so more than a friend? Oh. Check. 
<laughs> Check this box for yes. But then you have to fold it into the origami crane. Yes. <laughs> or, or whatever. No, what the, 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 no, remember there was a little a triangle one? Oh, yes. The, okay, pick a color and then pick a number and then let me unfold it and see what your fortune is. <laughs> <laughs> Mine were like that. My friends were all assholes. They're like, all right, man, pick a number. One. Okay. Shunk, 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 shunk. All right, pick a color, man. Shunk, 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 shunk. You're a fag. <laughs> Like, thanks, man. You just wasted like five, three minutes like, of my what life. What do you see inside it? But we're all facts. It now. just says fact, 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 fact. Yeah, we're all facts together. This is yeah. rigged. <laughs> I call a recount. Um, all right. So, any other anything else? Um, the, the reason I say this is because there's a thing that I've always my friend Mary Meow and I have this thing where it's like we are bonded by the things that we love, but we're also bonded by the things that make us fucking crazy that we hate. And we have similar stories to go when it comes to production. So I really want to hear. Well, as a model, I guess like those are two big things. I guess timeliness, cleanliness. Um, Also attitude. Attitude. I mean, politeness and manners go a long way with me. Mm -hmm. Professionalism. Uh, Yep. Yeah. Uh, Just also one of those things. If you don't know how to communicate, there's already going to be a problem. If I have Can you to give me an example? You, like, oh, you mean through times, email? Okay. Well, it even starts at email because, you know, how, how are we going to book a shoot first anyway? Like, hello, I email, want you like, bondage. Yeah. <laughs> bondage. Me, Tarzan. No. No. And you're $500. Thinking, and there was worse is you think that the guy me. might be like, maybe the guy's from Germany, maybe the guy's from like, you know, Taiwan, and it turns out he's just a guy from Tennessee or something. Yeah, no. <laughs> and even overseas people, they know to use translators yes. or... They actually, they probably know English better than most people here, and they know 15 other languages. I mean, no offense to anybody. I didn't mean to say Tennessee. I love Tennessee. It's a great place. Uh, but uh, A lot of good bluegrass. Lots of I'm good a people. big bluegrass Fucking Nashville fan. is awesome. I've never been at one. So uh, I went there once. It was fantastic. I need to take Jacqueline, actually. But, um, so, okay, communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, if you can't communicate what you want from me through email, I'm never going to give you my phone number. We're never going to book a shoot. Because when we do, book do you have an shoot, example like something like that? Oh, just, just like okay, you can't you can't explain to me. Oh, I want to do damsel in distress bondage. Okay, as in name some some scenarios you'd like to do with me. Mm-hmm. Because there's certain things I can't do. I'm you know I'm not a gymnast. Some of the p- positions people want I can't do. So I don't want to. <laughs> that happened the other day. We were show up. Yeah. Oh yeah, like I just what was could the not move. It was something where out. like you're like sideways up. Around, I just <laughs> oh the the figure four in the air. Oh yeah, Is I just could not even. I could you were, not get it. You were applying it to someone else. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was like, all there was something backwards. else where we. I was like, can we pin you this way? You're like, I don't think my. Oh no, you couldn't do the split. Oh no, I can't do split because we're gonna do the split pin on her doing it to Sumiko as revenge. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can you do a split pin? She's like, fuck no. Yeah, she's Japanese. She's half Japanese. All my drag queens. I did not assume she could do a split because she was Japanese. (laughs) All my guy friends can. All my drag queen guy friends. Much respect. They will like pop up into the air and just land in a splits. Just balls hit the floor. And while dancing and having rhythm and making it look good. And I'm like, I can't. I just can't. Like it. I can't do any of that. And it hurts, and I try to like. I'm like, you know what? Maybe nope. <laughs> Not like that. All right, well, let's get back to the communication. So they ask you for, to do a damsel in distress scene. Yeah, and they don't want to explain what they want. You try to get 
like it's almost like sometimes I have uh, custom clients and I love my custom fans and everything but if I have to always ask like it's like pulling information out of somebody mm-hmm. like tell me what you want tell me what kind of position you want this that and the other like what exactly are you going to do for it's, this is mainly with bondage producers that are starting out they don't know what they want yet but I can't just show up and be like alright do whatever you want yeah. we'll figure it I out I know you have no experience doing most of this and you just seen a couple pictures recently do you get a lot of everybody needs to start somewhere Tom will come with me you know yeah. we could be your first good reference or whatever but you gotta at least give me an idea of what you're looking for. No, I'm not gonna let you duct tape my whole head up. It's like <laughs> real hair, you know, stuff like that. It's like, oh, I go, you know, that stuff that we use that looks like duct tape <laughs> that we put around our hair. Mm-hmm. It's not duct tape, man. Yeah. No, <laughs> it sticks to itself, not yeah. to us. And it's. I don't want to give away the big industry secret, but. It's not duct tape. Okay. (laughs) But believe what you want. Yeah. Where do you get your chloroform? (laughs) From the chloroform store? It's it's Kirkland. Kirkland Yeah, Kirkland brand. brand. Uh, Yeah, I have have a year supply. They make everything. No, yeah. (laughs) That's all they have. They don't have, like, cups. They have vats. And then I transfer them to little travel bottles. Wait till you ask for one of their (laughs) chloroform cloths. It's like, you have to take that shit home with the truck. You know what you have to do to make it into an aerosol can? It's not easy. Nope. (laughs) No. If you get it from Kirkland, you better be ready to take down, like, King Kong or something like that. Yeah. It's like, get your... Go to sleep, monkey. Everybody in the whole world goes to sleep now. Go to sleep, world. <laughs> monkey. <laughs> so, um. so, yeah, communication. Those are my, really my big ones. Um, it's also nice if uh, the person doesn't smell bad. Oh, that's a good one. How did, how did, how did we smell? You guys smell great. Uh, how did I smell? No, that's nice. No, you, you smell, smell great. fantastic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a little bit of kimchi there, but you know, it's okay. No, I'm, I'm okay with it. I was going to say, I did have... There I'm down a, with the kimchi. <laughs> me too. Yeah, girl, I'll make oh, you kimchi. Yay for oh, anytime. Anytime. Oh, man. There's nothing sexier than fermented cabbage, y'all. <laughs> this is why you can't be invited. Oh, I'm okay sitting that one out. <laughs> you just got uninvited kimchi. Oh, I got uninvited to the... <laughs> Santiago did not show up to the pickle kimchi festival this year. This is his seventh year in a row not making it. You're missing out. You have no idea. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) you haven't lived. (laughs) Note to self, I don't want to live. I'm going to get you like a onesie with pickle print all over it. (laughs) And I would wear it for you. And that would be it. (laughs) You could make a whole character out of him. The pickle man. Oh my God. I'm repulsive (laughs) to everyone. (laughs) I make ladies cry. I'm Maury. I'm good good after a whiskey. Call me Pickleback. (laughs) It's like way better than Nickelback. (laughs) Oh no, I've seen funerals that were way better than Nickelback. Oh, Nickelback's so awful. It's fucking terrible. (laughs) Oh, so yeah, let's do that a little bit. You know, we don't always have to talk about fucking fetish. So um, one of the things I think that defines you as a person is... um, uh, not defines you, but like it's a good indicator of your personality. In terms like, of the kind of music, shut up. The kind of music you, uh, in terms of, in terms of <laughs> the kind of music you listen to, um, favorite movies, stuff like that. Like, is there anything that you've seen or heard recently? You were like, holy shit, this is amazing. Um, 
Well, for music, I mean, I listen to all sorts of music. I, I heard you listening to like reggae earlier. Yeah, I listen to reggae. Um, one of my favorites, bluegrass. I like classic rock. Oh, are you an um, are you an old brother? Where art thou fan? <laughs> Is that the only bluegrass? No, 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 no. No, I'm saying the movie. Oh yes, yes. Where it was just surrounded by bluegrass music. Oh, don't worry about it. Yes. Now you just pissed her off. <laughs> She's or like, "Oh, brother, where art thou?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no, yes, no. I like the movie. No, um, yeah. But I I've seen up... Gillian Welch play like like at least three times. She's fantastic, and she's she's fantastic. Um, I grew up on classic country, and you know, like just so so the good country. Yes. All right. Yeah, I don't um, now and now and then I'll hear like a new song, and it does take me a while to get used to it, and it's very far and like there's not that many. Um, I'm a classic country girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. Merle I'm Haggard. I'm a country and classic gal. Merle Haggard, Willie Nelson, yes. Johnny uh, Cash. Me and uh, Tom Curry. actually took um, his mother to see Loretta Lynn. Oh, Loretta! Oh my God, she's she looks so great. awesome, and she, she still the had big, the big rhinestone, yes. rhinestone gowns, and it's like she's <sighs> absolutely batshit crazy. I was always in an amazing way she's that great. I would never like get to see her, and I did, and I was like. You need to see her, Jack. She's, she's it was amazing. Like it gives you chills. I am not familiar. She uh, so she she was a uh, God for a long get her seventies. Her Patsy Cline. Uh, like, they were like I guess really the big I guess stars at the time, same time as Female each other. Female country, yeah. Okay. And uh, there was uh, I went to go see Gillian Welch, who's a really great bluegrass. Uh, I mean, she's bluegrass and folk and like mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of like acoustic rock. Uh, her and David Rawlings were just fantastic musicians, and they were talking about how when they first met Loretta Lynn, uh, Loretta Lynn, and she she's was, so humble. She mm. was like wearing this big blue ball gown, <laughs> and she was like, she had this amazing guitar player um, who was working with her on her set, and she would like, hey, come on over, have you met my friend? He's so good on the guitar. Isn't he good? You want to give him a like? Play a little bit for them. Like she just felt she was like this, yeah. the, the the crazy old grandma that everyone loves. It's like, come on over, have a piece of this pie. It's so good, I made it myself. And she would just do that, and they were like, oh my god, this is the best woman. I have the, the Loretta Lynn cookbook. Oh. <laughs> and it's funny because um, when she was younger, I guess when she first got married, she her cooking was horrible. <laughs> she said, my cooking's horrible. Like you know, he couldn't eat it; it was bad. And that uh, eventually she got. A little better at it, yeah. and then she acquired all these. You know, she made a cookbook of all the recipes she thought were pretty good and that other people liked. She's uh, an amazing person. She really is. Like she's fu- yeah. like I, I I've read interviews with her where I'm just like she's just fascinating. Um, so in terms of TV shows, I do know that you are a big fan of The Walking. Oh Dead. Oh my god, I love The Walking Dead. The yeah. Walking. <laughs> and uh, is there anything what? else? I'm like wearing two. Walking You're wearing. Dead items. The- Holy shit. Wow. You really are. It says on her shirt, if Gerald dies, we riot, which everyone in Georgia that I know is yeah, <laughs> on that boat. Pro Daryl. And on top of Darryl. that, yeah, we have The Walking Dead. Uh, Norman Reedus? Uh, Norman Reedus listened to us? I tie him up. <laughs> <laughs> I would um, let him tie me up. <laughs> I would let him tie me up. But I tie, tie him up first. <laughs> and what, do you have any favorite... Um, well, it's a switch mentality. This yes. is an important question for me because I'm a big movie buff. We can but play like, that. Is there anything, any movies out there that you're like, these are my favorite films? Like, um, gosh, that's really hard to say because I do mm-hmm. like a lot of movies. Um, or anything recently that just blew you out of the water? 
Obviously, not the Mel Gibson one, one that I screened for you guys. <laughs> we tried to watch, uh, what the fuck was it called? Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Which I really did enjoy the parts I saw. I liked it. Mm. I thought it was great. It, it was completely, it was like the, the first half was like a rapey Forrest Gump. And then, the, <laughs> you know, and then the second half was like just brutal and bloody and disgusting. But also you realize that this guy actually did all these things. And so Mel Gibson's still a good director, but it wasn't the best movie I think he's ever done. I'm still a Braveheart fan. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And also Apocalypto, which is fucking amazing. But uh, is there anything you've seen lately where you're like... I'm trying to think if there's something I've seen lately. Um, Favorite movies as a kid or... Oh, well, when I was younger, of course, The Shining. I always loved The Shining. I, just... <laughs> I love like when I say as a kid, you're as like... As a kid. The Shining. Yeah. Everyone loves The Shining. I was allowed to watch scary movies when I was young. Oh. Me too. I remember and they uh, fucked me up. One of the first scary movies uh, was one of the, I think might have been the first or second Friday the 13th, me and my cousin watched it, and we were so scared, we peed at the bottom of the bed, (gasps) and then crawled up back to the top and slept there, because we weren't ever putting our limb over the bed edge, because you know there's something going to grab you. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I So Jason Jason did it for you. I don't know. No, I think... Not Friday the Thirteenth. I think it was um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Thank Street. you. Oh, I was about Freddy to say Hunter. that makes way more sense. Yes, I was not putting the limb over yes. the edge at all. Because Jason, re- Jason's not really about like grabbing you from under the bed. No, no, unless you were unless you were at camp and you yeah. were you were being. You and I have ridiculous. the same. We're 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 um. We're not that dissimilar in age in terms of like we remember a lot of the same things when we were kids. So one of the things that I I haven't told this story on this podcast, but one of the things that stuck with me as a child, I was I think six, seven years old. I remember I was jumping on the bed, which is something you're not supposed to do. And I was doing it on my my parents' bed. They were cooking. Oh, you rebel. I know. (laughs) This is my, my, this is my voice. And so I was jumping on this the bed. where the fetish started. And my parents... Jumping on the bed fetish. Yeah. <laughs> and then my parents had this little, like, tiny... Bricks tied to my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you guys? I'm trying to tell you... No, I'm serious. Uh, so there was, like, a... <laughs> we had a small little black and white TV in front of the, the bed. My parents would watch every night. Jumping on the bed and with the bricks or whatever. And then... <laughs> I knew knew the bricks were coming out. (laughs) I started with my baby tennis shoes. And then (laughs) then I was just telling myself how small my penis was. It worked up to the bricks. I was seven because it really was a small penis. Uh, But no, I saw the... There was a commercial for the first Nightmare on Elm Street movie. And it starts off with like the song, like the little... Mm -hmm. And then it shows... A shot of like you know Freddie in the corner. And you seem like in the dark, and, and you're like, and I'm jumping on the bed watching, and I'm like, okay, this is creepy. <laughs> and then it cuts to this scene where Freddy Krueger is in the middle of this alley, and his arms are out like this, but they're like eight feet tall on each side, so he's scraping yeah both Ugh. sides. And so I suddenly jumped off the bed, ran into the kitchen, screaming at my mother like, ah, whatever he sounds like in Spanish. And then she was like, what happened? What happened? And I'm just like, there's a man on the TV. And oh my God. And he's fucking six feet long arms. And scratchy from, nails. And scratching the sides of an alley. And my mom's like, what? And she ran in. And of course, by that time, Johnny Carson was on or whatever. Um, and so from that point on, any any movie that has like a creature with really long limbs, I fucking hate it. 
I don't like it at all. Like when I see praying mantises, I want to punch Aww. them Aww, so hard. Oh, and they're yeah, cute. They're, they're There's a part of my brain that knows that they're, they're adorable, cool. but then they come at you with those giant fucking like. like don't you touch me! Yeah. <laughs> they're not like, scraping it down a hallway. Like, or like walking sticks. Those bugs or the granddaddy long legs that are like. Oh, I don't like granddaddy oh, long legs. Fucking can't nope. do it. There was a. They're um, creepy. Uh, and usually wait, there's too many at one I thought, time. I thought they were just daddy long legs. Is there like a higher power? I think like there's the a granddaddy? I think there's different the levels. The Mac daddy of Maybe all granddaddies? Extra long. I think, yeah, I do think there are some. There's like different. Just the body is the same I've size, had, but the legs keep getting longer? I guess in my mind, I thought they were <laughs> yeah. the same. But. Right? I don't know. I wish we had a call-in thing. Like somebody just be like, "Put it, you're there fucking is, wrong." Yes, there, <laughs> I think there must be too because there is the standard size. Uh, yeah, there's a daddy long legs. Daddy long legs. There's granddaddy yeah. long legs. And then sometimes you do see. Then you see the really great granddaddy long, long legs. And then, and then you see the Mac daddy of daddy Ooh. long legs. <laughs> yeah, and the the granddaddy twice removed, but still a long legs. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes out of like a little like, limousine. That, that's the Mac daddy long legs. Right there. There's the pimp daddy long legs. Um, he's in the ghetto limousine. He's, yeah, he's in the yeah, It's not very good. But, uh, it's an 86. <laughs> but yeah, and I remember there was even a documentary recently about these the, that character Slenderman. You know, the thing oh, that, yes. The, the thing that, like, I really... can't believe you were watching that the other oh, night. Oh my God, I was watching it and there's... In a... the middle of the fucking night, people. All by himself. Yeah, Jackie was just sitting next to, to me. And no, but I was like watching it because there was this whole thing about these two little girls that had... Uh, almost stabbed their friend to death. They were like, yes, 60, like 12 I, years I, old. I remember when that happened. It yeah. was all over the paper. 10, uh, 10 to 12 year old girls stabbed their friend did, almost to death. Didn't they go to jail for They like did. Ever? For like forever. They, sta- mm-hmm. they stabbed their friend like something like 16, 17 They were times trying to kill her. As an offering to Slenderman. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, and so I was watching it. Because they wanted to be friends with this Yeah, they wanted to go live in his house. Yes. He had a house in the in woods. In the woods. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to go live in his house, so... So they had to lure... Like, they literally lured a kid into the woods. Their best this, friend. It yeah. wasn't just some girl that they met at school. Yeah. It was their best friend. And then... They stabbed her, like... Well, actually, one girl did it. The other girl shank, just... Shank, shank. One girl did it while the other girl said, okay, do it. And then the other girl just fucking stabbed And you don't know. That other girl might have... And the other girl, like... <laughs> yeah, was, how could you really The other know? girl was, like... The girl who got stabbed is, like, like the, I don't know. The girl? Freaking the stabbed girl? Like... Crawled to the fucking to to the highway. Like oh, serious. Like, so wait, up. she lived. Yeah. Yes. <gasps> yes. Yeah, That's survived. why those girls gotta go to jail. That's why I was watching that documentary because it was. Could you amazing. like imagine? Oh my god! I mean, this girl was stabbed up, and she had to crawl her own ass out of the woods and like help me. Mel Gibson's gonna make a movie about her. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be it's called, called stabbed heart. heart. Stab, stab heart ridge. <laughs> but um, but no. So she uh, brave stabbed heart. <laughs> so in between the story, yeah. in between the actual true story, they would show these fan created images of Slenderman, and most of them were what you're used to. It looks like a long clay man. Yeah, it's a guy on stilts, and he's just standing in the woods like this. That's creepy. In but, a black suit. But there's a guy. Like, isn't he he's all white? fancy. He looks like white clay or something. He yeah. just has no face. No face. It's like a silver mask. Or, oh, okay. Yeah. And so here's the part that that's that got me. It wasn't him standing in the woods because there's a lot of shots like that. I'm like, okay, standing in the woods. It's those arms, isn't it? No, it was this. It was it was an animation that a guy did, a fan or whatever. It was a hospital building, and it was a guy. It was the whole thing was like, okay, there's a person in the hospital room. 
who got away from Slenderman, but Slenderman is not going to let him get away. You see this fucking creature jump up onto the side of the... Um, oh, with the long arms. And the side of the building, and he starts climbing up the building with these fucking ridiculously long arms. Oh. And that's when I just was like, oh, I'm going to piss. And shit. <laughs> and then Jacqueline and was vomit. just... And that's when Jacqueline... Yeah, the and passion ja- of the Christ. Passion of the Christ. <laughs> passion of Slenderman. And Jacqueline did the whole, like... Are you still letting me watch this shit? Are you, trying, are you turning this off? And I'm like, sure, how do you click it? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I was I'm only like, turning it off because you said to. Not yes, I'm not scared. because I'm less of a man. Uh, I'm a man. He's still here when I close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I love you, and because you want silence, I will turn this off and have nightmares. <laughs> But, uh, really, let me gag myself so she doesn't hear me say <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. All right, so... New uh, fetish. So favorite gag movies. Gag yourself sleeping. Did you even say a favorite movie? We did... Oh, yeah, we did the... Okay. Wait, what was your favorite movie? She didn't say that. Did I? No, we're talking about... Oh, you said you were scared because you saw it on the street. Oh, no. Oh, well, I have a lot of favorites. I like... Um, Full Metal Jacket will always be a big favorite of mine. My daddy's a marine. I can't, wow. believe you fell, I can't believe you fell asleep during Hacksaw. Well, no, you saw the Vince Vaughn scene. Yeah. Okay, he was awesome in that. But, like, I remember being, God, I was probably, like, five years old, he six let you years watch old. That? Hell, yeah, I was, I'm a marine brat. No, I understand that. My mom wasn't that. happy with it, but. Because <laughs> this is some intense shit. I could sing the Eskimo Pussy song when I was, like, five oh, or six. Oh, the I don't know, but I've been told. Can you still, can you still <laughs> sing it? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, it's, 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 All right. it's right. Three, two, two one. I don't know, but I've been, been told. Eskimo pussy is mighty cold. <laughs> That's it. It's a very short song. <laughs> there's a, no, there's a lot more, but. Oh, he does. Well, yeah, it goes on for a little bit. But, you know, like that movie alone, that it's was like, like part of my life. Yeah, and that kind of was like, now that I'm older and I listen to the song, I'm like, ugh. And you never developed. The way. Uh, what is it? Uh, God, what is his name? Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio? No, 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 no. Ermy. Oh, Arlie Ermy. Yeah. yeah, Arlie Ermy. And the way he even talks is almost like, oh, you dirty pervert. Give me that gun. Like, I'll shoot some guns with you. Um, so, funny thing. He has thing. that show about guns, which is pretty awesome. No, he had a show about, yeah, he did. He did, had a show about weapons, and he would just go to these ranges, and let, they would let him just shoot whatever he wanted. It was awesome. He and probably gets to do that stuff all the time. Dude, I mean, he's a... Man, drill I mean, shit, if he came over, if I saw him, I'd be like, here, take my gun and shoot it. Do you see him as like like that that kind of dominating like figure when you're no he's like, like uh like he's a well for for one he's a star mm-hmm. and so like there's a little starstruck thing if I were to see him and he's a badass yep and so I have a lot of respect <laughs> um, so this respect the, star badass <laughs> we we have so deviated off this uh, we really topic. have it's fine though it's fine but here's the thing about Arlie Ermy and I mean the, the audience is is getting a glimpse into how we really communicate in the real world oh yeah you yeah. don't like, just sit around going like bull gag bull gag bull gag shabari 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 wrestling wrestling chloroform wrestling <laughs> no that's not how oh we do it oh my god that's just <laughs> I had a video of that. That was great. <laughs> Even the way you were doing it was so good. It's just not how it works. But 
Wait, that's not, uh, yeah. There is that. There is Don't that. let him let you think that's not how it works. I'm constantly in a spreader bar and high heels naked and cooking something. <laughs> Real Keep quick. the fantasy going. Yeah. In one hand, it's an ashtray for when my, my uh, Tom <laughs> wants to smoke. The other hand, I'm stirring something in a pot You're like, or ironing like the movie secretary she's like secretary to yeah. the Simon's personal i have to turn to yeah. walk through the and, doorway and you're bound like those are the only positions you can be in is like yeah. fucking when i'm really bad giving the and ashtray and stirring the I pot put a, i put a worm in the envelope <laughs> no i haven't seen that movie yet the secretary? Yeah. Oh my god, it's really good. Well, we're talking about movies, so you like, have to see this. Is that movie. one that has like you've seen it? I'm sure I have seen it many times. You don't have it here. I this I have really access funny to because, it. Honey, I just haven't had a chance to watch it. Honey, we so, should watch this movie. Or so I mean, Santiago's ugly crush is Maggie Gyllenhaal, <laughs> and he hasn't seen this movie. What? Like, holy shit! So that's your chick, and you're not even trying to watch. <laughs> We can, just, oh, you know what it is. We, you know can, what wa- it is. we can watch it naked if I you have, want. He's trying to keep her all nice and pure. <gasps> You'll like her much better this way. I assure you. <laughs> I haven't had time. <laughs> I haven't, no, I haven't had time to watch it. And I do, yeah, we uh-huh. do. By the way, we do use the word ugly crush. I don't want to feel like that's demeaning anybody because Maggie Gyllenhaal is gorgeous. But uh, <laughs> she's non-conventional. So, like, for example, Jacqueline has an ugly crush, which is... Adrian Brody. Who's that? <gasps> oh, uh, Show me a picture. Yeah, you'll recognize him when you see him. He was in The uh, Pianist? The Pianist? The, the pi- Pianist? The, the Pianist. <laughs> <laughs> he was in The Pianist. The small pianist. <laughs> I saw a parody for The Pianist. It was called The Pianist. <laughs> I do believe it's The Pianist, yes. Uh, but he is a... Uh, let me find a high-resolution shot here. You can kind of yeah, see him there. Oh, what? yeah. Oh. I know what guy you're talking about. I gotta get a better picture. I'm sorry. Oh, she, but she knows I agree that's not about. a great picture of him. But that's her That's her ugly crush. And like, Man. Maggie Gyllenhaal is mine. Like, she's just like, she, the reason I love Maggie Gyllenhaal oh. is mm. because for... Fox. What, mm. Which one? What? Hold on. I've had the same... That's not really that ugly. I mean, no. He's, he's, that's what I'm he's, saying. I also don't think that she's that ugly. No, she's either. beautiful. I think both of those are good looking. <laughs> she's people. unconventional. They have strong genes. She's un- <laughs> she's unconventional. Sorry. So you have that whole thing of like, well, they Got don't look like it. Was- you want to know who's been my like actor crush since? I mean, since I was regular little. crush or, or all right, just- if you, okay. same crush ever since I was a little. Oh, so you were little. Okay, well, give me give 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 us a. So obviously, he's old. Okay, so he's an older guy. Okay. Uh, give me a hint. Like, uh, yeah, kind of give me a... one movie he's been in. Maybe not the star, just like a. Okay. A star. Um, I'm good at this. I, I can do this shit. Let's do. It's one of my talents. I'm trying to John Malkovich. No. Malkovich. <laughs> I was going him or Willem Dafoe. I don't know, but all right. Um. Willem the friend or Willem Dafoe. You'll never know mm. until it's too late. What is it? One one flew over a cuckoo's nest. Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. No. <gasps> you said that wasn't the main actor. No, you're right. You're right. Oh my God, was it the guy who plays Doc Brown in Back to the Future? No. Let me let me because off the top of my head, I, mean, Lloyd? I love him to death, but I off the top of my head, Wait, who else was in that movie? Was that cute blonde that went insane? He had uh... the stutter. With the blue eyes. Son of a bitch. Beautiful blue eyes. Okay, give me another movie. 
Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Are you gonna make sure he was, Indian? Are you gonna make sure he was in that movie? Yeah, I might have. I might have another movie. So like Star Trek. Sure. I mean Star Wars. I mean. Uh, I mean Never Know Street. I mean further. Okay, maybe I was thinking of a different movie. Oh, see. Um. Uh, Big Daddy. Here, that's a Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Adam Sandler. No, wait, no. Um, fuck, Big Daddy. Uh, I saw that once in the theaters. It was Adam Sandler had a kid. It was a bit of a fucking brat. And who he who did he play? Try not to give away. Okay, well, give me another movie then. Um, Big Daddy, I haven't seen. I don't know why this is so important. To uh, it's Big Lebowski, funny. one of my favorite all-time favorite movies. Jeff I Rick. love that mirror. Steve Buscemi. That's my man. Oh, oh my shit. god! He's always been my man. I will love him till the day I die. Do you watch Boardwalk Empire? Oh yeah. Oh, oh of course. Oh, I have time. Boardwalk. All right. You know what? I retract that. Uh, Shut Adrian, up, Donnie. Adrian Brody mm-hmm. and uh, and Maggie Gyllenhaal are not ugly crushes. Steve Buscemi, on the other hand. But he's also a very good man. You know, when 9-11 happened, he was a New York firefighter, and he stopped everything and went down to help them. I'm sure that he... Dude, he's amazing. He's a great he guy. He just looks like a ghoul. I did try to ride the F train and, like, hopefully see him. Oh. But no, I never saw him. If I met that man, I would go fucking insane. I would be like, it's I, Steve Buscemi! I'm so shy, I would probably be like a total nerd and not even go say hi. Just turn into a puddle right in front of him. Yeah. I would. I'd probably be like, Tom, please like, drag me over there and make me say hi. <laughs> like, no. There he goes, quick! Well, <laughs> Steve Buscemi is one of our listeners, so Steve, if you uh, want to go... Oh my God, I wish. <laughs> I love you, Steve! Ooh. Steve! Okay, so let's get back to fetish because we, we got to actually hit some points here. So uh, I think this is a good time to go into some of the questions that we've gotten. And uh, now you have a question from one of your fans. Um, yes. He wanted to know, do you, I guess, I don't know if he's exactly asking me or really, I think he's asking all of, all us? of us. Yeah. Um, do you like bondage with wrestling? I guess um, it's like a takedown scene. That's what I'm guessing, right? We've I've done scenes in my videos for customs where a girl gets like someone like Sumiko recently got beat up by Bambi Buttons, which is a, another one of our models who's fucking fantastic. Um, and the ending was like Bambi hog ties her. She struggles for a bit, and then she slowly, like very slowly, deliberately chloroforms her. Okay. And it's uh, and then she falls asleep while in the hog tie, and that was he wanted to. To have it all one shot. Mm-hmm. It's like no close-ups. Just I want to see the face, the body, the struggling. And so, I think that that was a huge selling point for that video. So even though I'm not personally into bondage as much, I I do feel that because that scene was so effective, it made the clip sell a nice. lot. And um, I did. It was actually so beautifully lit that I took screen grabs of it and I posted it on this chloroform fetish called or sorry chloroform forum. Called the chloroform. Chloroform. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just posted like six or seven little vid grabs, and uh, and everyone just started replying. People who didn't even like my work were like, "This is gorgeous. Nice. Please let me, you know, let us know when this is released." So I do feel that there is um, a lot of openings for bondage in wrestling, especially when you're dealing. I mean, Jesus Christ, wrestling, pro wrestling is you're in a ring and you're surrounded by fucking ropes. 
You know, there's a lot of scenes where guys and girls get pushed into the corner and their arms get tied into yes. those ropes. Yes. And they're tied up and they can't do anything. Um, and so I think a lot of bondage um, came from a lot of those scenes, like in 80s wrestling, where a guy or girl would get turned, not even in the corner, like in the sides of the ring, they would throw them into the ring and just like double time and then they would just have to watch while something horrible happened to their tag team. Yeah, bound, totally bound. Or they would have to just be bound while someone was beating the crap out of them. And so that became a huge deal. So to answer that, I would definitely say that bondage can be a very huge part of wrestling. I'm lazy. Mm -hmm. So like I don't feel like tying people up. But if you're ever, whenever you come back, I would love to do a scene where you beat somebody up and then just fucking rig her up and then yeah. like, and then she's waking up you can just deliver more torture you know mm-hmm. which I think would be great I think the thing is you don't want to cross the line like is this now a wrestling video it used to be a wrestling video and now it's a bondage video and you have to I think you have to decide that <clears throat> what is going to be the most important is it wrestling with a little bondage yes or is it because we had our buddy Phil from FTKL who came down and we spoke to him on this podcast. And one of the things that I was really trying to pick at was like half of your videos are super heroine themed. The other chunk of it is a bit of a knockout theme. But then the rest of it is tickling. So I was, I was like, do you have people who really want to just see the knockouts going like, hey, can you just send me the knockout part of it? Or people who don't care about knockouts mm-hmm. and I just want to see the tickling part of it. And it's an interesting thing because... You're trying to deliver this total package, and people are like, I've had people go like, hey, uh, you did this video where Jacqueline beats up this girl, but for the first two minutes, she's smoking a cigarette. Can I just get the part where she's smoking a cigarette? Yeah, yeah. It's, and you're kind of like, I don't, I can't just that was edit just it filler. for it. Yeah. Like, or she's standing by a window, and the sun is hitting her just perfectly on this She's side. brushing her hair at the very beginning, getting ready to get into her costume. Two and seconds. as a producer, you're thinking, this isn't something that's going to sell. Mm-hmm. I'm just having it as a time waster. Or, or something. you showed her putting on boots. Can I have a whole video of just Can her trying different boots? Can I just get the shot of her boots? putting on? Yes. And it's like, okay. Yeah, it's hard to see where the niche is. Like, okay, do I do this? Yeah. I didn't even realize I was combining, like, combining these things but there it is we did a live stream recently where i pushed my camera into the dressing room where the girls were putting on their boots yes and i had like three or four guys going like hey do you have the full version of like them just lacing up and i was like no i just i kind of just snuck in and be like hey girls what are you doing what about when they took them off yeah did yeah. they look did sweaty they have, did they have so- <laughs> did they have socks on was it just bare yeah. feet yeah. And so you that, really start realizing where all these triggers just yeah, fly Yeah, because they saw that beginning, and so they're like, all right, he's going to show us then, because that's how they saw it, and you're just like, hey, look, they're getting ready. Yep. And that's what separates uh, someone who's into that fetish from someone who isn't into that fetish at the moment. Very true. Very and true. That's, I think that's one of the big fun things about like finding... like. Especially if you see someone in person where you see all of a sudden they, their eyes go wide when they see a girl take their shoe, her shoe off. And you're like, yes, this is a good moment for you, buddy. There's, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes uh, it's very innocent. Like, it's, yeah. it's, you don't realize that things... Well, it's like when you go to Fetish Con and stuff like that. And you're like, back so in the day, cute. you would just dip your toes in the, in the hot tub. And then mm-hmm. you'd get the... what I, I would call them the fetish minnows. The guys would just kind of swim up to you and be like, can I massage your feet, goddess? And you're like... Yeah, it's like you're fishing for foot slaves. Literally fishing. And you would get... <laughs> I never thought of that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Dip like, your toes in and these guys would be like, hello. 
May Your I? beautiful feet. I will make you feel better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been such a long day of shooting with these producers who smell bad. It has. And I get to it. are not on time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 and they just, they're just, yes. Uh, let me release that stress in my mouth. But um, yeah, so, and it happens a lot. Uh, but uh, okay, so one of the questions I did get from the fans, um, the one we did is I do have uh, the fetish that you refuse to participate in. We already talked about that. Okay, this is a really good one. Um, oh, we, yeah, and I don't want to do anything with poop on purpose. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say for future for future podcasts, let's just assume that the, the guest doesn't want anything to do with poop. Yeah, I think a girl that wants poop stuff will be like, I want poop stuff. Yeah, I think that's how, that'll <laughs> yeah. be your opening line. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, what's your name? Boob stop! (laughs) (laughs) I don't, like... You want some more wine? Boob stop! Boob can happen, but I don't want it to happen. (laughs) I mean, it can happen, It's not the fetish. I've been in a pretty tight bear hug. You never know. Anal thing. can happen. Shit happens. If you do anal anything, poop can happen. (laughs) You know, there's something that you're like, okay, a little bit I can deal with because... Of where we're going with this thing, but not poop on purpose. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. and no vomit on purpose either, please. Oh, vomit! And so basically, bodily fluids. Oh, what you about can cry? What about no? I mean, that's. I mean, that's. I guess that's. Like that you can roll the showers. You can pee, just not in my mouth. Mm-hmm. So or you'll do. Face. You'll so you'll do the desperation stuff too. Oh yeah, I have. I have no problem peeing in front of anybody. Mm. I can pee in a little tiniest cup if you want me to. It's so funny. I'm a good aim. I can pee standing up. I mean, yeah, girl. I wasn't gonna ask you to, but now, that you, yeah. but now that you offered, I have a small cup right here. Let's go. Ahead and <laughs> <laughs> let's see what happens. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> my shot glass. Uh, no, I'll I get have the camera. No, that's why I drink my pickle juice in. <laughs> <laughs> you say you didn't like vomit. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Santiago has an aversion to pickles. Hates mm. hates us even thinking about it and talking about it right now. And it's not even, it's not like, I don't have a phobia. It's not but like that. But still kind enough to catch them. Yes, yes. I mean, if you want pickles, I'll buy you pickles. I just don't want to, like, bring them to you, like, slipping out of my hand. <laughs> like, I need you to pull the pickle out of the jar, please, slowly, and, like, put your nose up against it and uh, s- fucking smell like, it. And- I told the manager at the grocery store that I needed pickles. I don't give a fuck which one. Put them in a black bag so I don't have to see it. And I'm going to take it all the way home and the- you place it in my trunk and... Maybe I can Glass make it. wrapped in burlap. Yeah. <laughs> wrapped in barbed wire. And then um, as soon as it opened, he was like that girl on Maury screaming, ah, the pickles. Dude. <laughs> and uh, and it's not that bad. It's not like I, I can look at one and like, freak out. It's not, it's not that bad. It's just like I can't stand the flavor. Um, but then like we were talking about like kimchi and stuff like that. Like I'm just not big into the words pickled or fermented. <laughs> fermented is another one I can't fucking stand. Fermented bean curd. Well, oh, oh, so those good. are all three <laughs> bad words in one fucking. See me, I'm like, mm, yes, right? like mm, I want it right now. I'm not even hungry. Mm, fermented pickled <laughs> churd farts death. <laughs> No. It's it's a delicacy. No. Yeah, it's a delicacy. Del- <laughs> it's the other part that gets me is delicacy. I think we talked about it. When someone says, like, try it, it's a delicacy. I'm like, I'm about to eat shit. So I'm about to- 
it's special somewhere though. So this you is, better treat it with yeah, some respect. Exactly. It's like, a delicate in our thing. country we all eat stingray it's poop. It's very chic. <laughs> Here's a stingray it's stingray poop ice cream. Mmm, delicacy. <laughs> we call it the Irwin. Too soon. Mm. <laughs> All right, so here's a good question. Uh, oh, and it's back anonymous. to fetish. Anonymous. Anonymous. Oh, anonymous. Um, does being. <laughs> oh, I love him. He's awesome. <laughs> it says he writes so many books. Uh, does being Asian uh, slash Japanese limit your work, or do you feel that it enriches it? Oh, that's good. Uh, I would like to say I feel like it enriches it. I have not yet. Actually, I met one person in my whole entire modeling career that was like, I don't want to shoot an Asian chick. What? what? And now he's the president. Oh, my no. God. No, okay. <gasps> but <laughs> uh, I remember um, he, was, he was dating a girlfriend of mine, and I remember being at FetishCon and another producer friend, I told him, like, what happened. And this was after years of him being like, yeah, let me know when you're coming down here, I'll shoot you. Yeah, I want to shoot you, blah, blah, blah. He was just kind of, like, not saying no and telling me yes, mm. but not making a date. Jesus. So I was like, so finally I was like, you know what, I'm going to call him out on it. And so I emailed him and I was like, look, are you not trying to shoot me because you're Asian and it's weird? And he's like, uh, well. How dare you? And so FetishCon came around, and another producer friend of mine, me and him, was talking about it. And I, I told him what was going on. And he goes, oh, you know that guy's like, like I'm about to go pick him up at the airport. Mm. He goes, if you wait out here a bit, you'll get to see him roll up. And I go, <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. So like, he gets out of the car, and I'm like, Asian hater! Like, oh super loud. God. And he instantly, you know, is red as a lobster. And I'm like, I'm just saying you're an Asian hater. <laughs> I wonder if this is the guy I'm thinking of right now. I can't say Was it on the... I can't say it on the podcast. No. <laughs> I, I can't say it on the podcast, but I will ask. Really nice guy. He did nice pictures, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. I go, why couldn't you just tell me, like, That's instead so of, like, weird. do this game for, like, years? I go, personally, if an Asian guy tries to, like, date me or kiss me ever before, I tell him straight up. I don't really ever want to date an Asian guy or kiss an Asian guy. I have an Asian brother. It just feels weird for me. <laughs> <laughs> Asian girls, no problem. They're cute. I don't have an Asian sister. Aww. I have a brother. <laughs> I already had some uh, people going saying like... I uh, wish I was Asian now. I had one guy make a comment like, <laughs> oh, is Sumiko related to, to Nisa? They look like sisters. And I was like, no. Ew, I, was, I was actually wondering when that would first happen because it's got to happen immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Everyone... And, I, and it yeah. did. They, some people paint with a broader brush, but that, that makes sense. Me and Tomiko shot together in Toronto and we were leaving on the same day, so we went through customs together and the guy was like all confused. He goes, you guys are sisters? <laughs> and we're like, no. And he goes, you guys are related. And we're like, no. He goes... What are you guys? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, we're just traveling we're just, together. We just happen to be Asian a little bit. Yeah. Like it's it's just, okay. It's, we're both half Japanese. Don't run away, yeah. And traveling Apple. together. So yeah. the other question Mama. was, is Apple. there anyone fetish out there you refuse? Okay, we did that one. Uh, do you have any scary... F what does that mean? 
Oh, fan. Okay, sorry. Mm. Do you have any scary fan stories or any redeeming slash uplifting fan stories? Mm. That's um, good. I'm glad that no one was looking. He was just digging for the, the negative. Yeah. I was going to say, pretty much all of my fans have been, like, pretty Respectful. freaking cool. Yeah. Like, I meet them. They're nice. Um, of course, you always deal with, like, the person here and there that, you know, just... Just always says something nasty, but not in a nice way. And honestly, I don't think that's a fan. I think that's just someone trying to get a reaction out of somebody. But all my fans are always super nice. I always tell everyone, if you want to meet me, come to FetishCon, man. I'm always at FetishCon. I'll never miss it. I'm going to be there. That's the one place someone come meet me. And it's a that's our home. Mm-hmm. You can come and have a good time. So... All right, you convinced me we should go this year. You gotta go. I'm gonna be there. (laughs) (sighs) Did you just put it on the record? But you work all the time. We won't get to see you. Yeah, but I have a suite. We can all shoot in the suite. Mm -hmm. You and Star, and yeah. Mm -hmm. By the way, Star 9, if you're listening, you're awesome. I love Star. Star's, Star's, yeah. Star's one of the trailblazers to me, because like, we were watching, okay, so this is totally unrelated, very quick, I'll go back to the question, but like, we were watching a documentary about this one company that used to exist. Oh yeah, I got it. And I forgot what the name of it was, you remember? Oh yeah, um, graphic sexual horror. Yes. Yes, and so there was a documentary about that particular she company. Did it a lot. Yep, and so we were watching it, and uh, we were kind of like, "Oh, this is fucking intense! Like, this is real, real intense and extreme." And then suddenly, you know, but like the, we're watching it, and we didn't recognize any of the models, but they were doing the you know the interviews with the girls, and they were like, "Okay, yeah, when I did this back in the day, they made me do this and that, and it was fucking crazy." And then suddenly it cuts to this very lovely young girl drinking out of a dog bowl. And they're like, all right, Star, Star, all right, no, I need you to, I need you to drink a little more. Lap it up, lap it up. Okay, no, okay, we're going to have you have some of the food. And she just, and, and we, she looks up and Jackie and I are both in bed going like, oh, it's fucking Star. Like, it is the Star that we just worked with, like, you know, not too long ago. Star is awesome. She's, I mean, just. We were so impressed. Yeah, since even now, like. I saw that movie for the first time, I want to say, a year and a half, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And so, to see Star, like, back then, face. I was like, oh, baby Star! Baby Star! <laughs> She's so cute. And the first time I met her, I mean, we met, met in Toronto at a shoot, um, and it was just like, as soon as I met her, I was like, this, girl, this chick's kind of cool. And we've definitely become friends, and she's just... She has a lot of, you know, for, you don't meet a lot of people that have a lot of different characters they can just play. Yeah. Like, and she can be like this dommy, sensual dom or mean girl or like completely submissive submissive. and it's like, she's like an actress, like a real actress. When I first met her, I actually thought she was, um... I I wouldn't. I don't want to say the word plain because when we first met her, like when I first met her, we shot some stuff with her. She did really well, but then she would always retreat to what I consider, I guess, her safe space, which was she would sit in front of her laptop. And this, these are all fond memories, Star. If you're listening, which I'm gonna make sure you listen to this shit. Uh, But (laughs) we're gonna shoot too. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fucking call you out on Twitter. But like, she would sit there in front of her laptop with her glass of white wine. That I had. I bought some white wine because she requested it. 
and um, I would always keep it full and she would just sit there and sip her white wine tap 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 get her shit done and I'm like ready for the next shoot boom go do it come back and she would sit right back and even if we had friends over she would just sit there and be very quiet and, and work and, and, and so I felt like oh my god am I doing something wrong and am I not socially um, uh, intriguing you know like is it not am I not someone that she wants to hang out with and so I always had that kind of chip on my shoulder about Star and then later on as time went by um, we were at FetchCon and she walked up to me and Jacqueline and she just was suddenly, she was so sweet and so like, how you guys doing? Oh, let's hang out. And her man was with her and they're so fucking nice. And suddenly I was just like, maybe she was just nervous. Maybe that was the first time she met me. She wasn't sure what to make of me, which that's how you should be with any new producer. But she got to I think feel that she trusted me so the next time I saw her she really was way more kind and opening like oh like open to me and like and to Jacqueline and, and from then on we've just been good friends like I, I want to get her back to do more but I'm assuming she's busy as shit she's a great model dude so, do you actually shoot at FatCon? yeah I do Book me and her together. Yeah, you can yeah. shoot in our suite. Yeah, we can definitely do something. That's a bigger room. <laughs> that's that's the face you make every time you've said that tonight. Like, shoot our suite. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Arms up in the air, big smile. Okay, so um, so that's a good one. Uh, do you have no? Scare- I'm super excited about the suite, just because like I'm I'm so used to shooting in like in that little one room, room, yeah, and like going to like my friend's suite and doing a clip for them, and it's like. <sighs> yeah, yeah. We actually, like I said, if we go this year, we're probably gonna get there early and try to hopefully get one of that. I mean, I don't want to give, I don't want to give away any secrets, but don't. Yeah, don't. we can get a, we can get a nice room there if we get there early. So, any scary fan stories that you would um, like to share, or any you, if you don't want to, that's fine too. I'm trying to think if I had a really scary fan story. I'm not saying there's any scary fans. You guys have all been fucking awesome, and I'm a huge fan as well. So. Oh no. I love all my fans, and my fans know it. I definitely appreciate them. I mean, they humble me. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them. Yeah. Um, but a scary fan moment? I wouldn't really say I had a scary fan moment. Any uneasy encounters? or? Um, I've had a I've few. been like, noticed in public once or twice where I guess I wouldn't say it was scary or anything, but it was just def- definitely not something I saw. Like, I didn't see it happening or, like, it surprised me. Yeah. But for scary, no. I've had people that wanted to come meet me at the con, and I always tell them that's the one place. That's the one place where you can. Yeah, Yeah. like we can meet at the con. What about, uh, has anybody recognized you in public? Once or twice, and um, luckily no one was too freaky about it. Okay. And the people that did were very nice. They weren't like, you know, like, too close talkers or yes. anything yeah. like let me grab you up and like here come sit over here or do like try to force me anywhere my buddy uh sin sage um she got recognized at an airport i think once and i might tell the story incorrectly but i remember it was a guy who like walked up to her and said something like i really love your work uh, yeah that'd and be then, nice and then just that was it walked mm-hmm. away there was no like hey i want to talk to you say like, no i really enjoy your work and then that was it and she was like oh that's very refreshing you know yeah it's yeah. nice it's nice that like someone can say it nicely and like you know just be cool so i can probably predict the answer to this question because it is um it revolves around the idea of being dom or sub or switch but 
Yeah, yeah, he prefers to be anonymous. Do you prefer to win or lose in a wrestling match? He didn't write match. Oh, do you prefer? Yeah, do you prefer to win or lose in a wrestling match versus a male or a female? That's what he wrote. Hmm. I'm assuming he means to say like if you're doing a wrestling match. If I had to fight and lose against somebody. Yeah, like I guess if it was scripted, do you prefer to win against the female, lose against the female, or versus male? Like, what is there a difference? Um. Honestly, I wouldn't care either way. I definitely want it to look good. So yeah. it really depends who, I guess, I guess it just depends who's doing it with me, I guess. Yeah. Does um, that happen a lot when you're doing uh, a scene with somebody where you're like, you know what? I, I don't feel like I would realistically lose to this person or, or be dominated by this person. Or you just go like, you know, whatever the script says, fuck it. Yeah, no. If I'm getting hired by someone else, I'm I am at their, their muse. Okay, good. So I will be what they want me to be, and I will be happy to be it. Um, but if it's all my own stuff, I mean, I'm a switch. Yeah. I I don't see that there's any big. I feel like sometimes the little person gets to win. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, I mean, we all take turns. It's the fun part. Yeah. <laughs> I've tried, I've actually, like, I'm a switch as well, so, like, when I, I, I do not mind losing, but the thing is, I know that the videos where I lose don't sell at yeah, all. Yeah, and as a business person, yeah. you have to do what sells, so when I'm working with someone new, I'd like to do both, just because then I can gauge yeah. what people like better, and maybe I can make more of what more people money, like better. More money, yeah, and I've, I've had angry, I've had angry fucking emails after I lose to somebody, because they'll just be like, come on, man. <laughs> Santiago, you pussy! Like, you, uh, I thought you've been doing this forever. And it's not even that. It's more like I mean, they don't say it with a Japanese accent, but like, uh, why not? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you, Santiago? <laughs> <laughs> you must commit uh, harakiri. Why you no win? Say <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it's the. Uh, it's the thing where like there's already so many websites out there dedicated to females to my yeah, dominating males yeah. that when we do a video where like I win or my, my buddy Tiny who's like 6 foot 9 uh, he'll do like just these big crazy moves on girls and like it's this visceral thing for some of these fans we're like oh my god it's a man defeating a woman. It's so taboo. That is taboo. And it's like, oh, we can't go there, but we just we did. We just did. And I'm jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going there. Oh, we're going there. Oh, I came there. <laughs> <laughs> Many but, times. But yeah. because because it's... Uh, oh, thanks for the water, honey. Uh, um, yes, thank you. That's but because it's, it's done in such a tongue-in-cheek way uh, where... It's not. It's not abusive. And well, and do you guys like? You don't. When you guys are wrestling and stuff, you don't say like. Do you? I, I haven't got to see you wrestle a woman, yeah. but you, you don't say like nasty, derogatory things to a woman or anything yeah. like that. So it's no. not like. Oh, I'm a woman beater. I'm like a domestic yeah. violence, nope. like bad husband. No. Like if anything, I think out of like all, the, all the dirty guy that should be in jail. Besides, uh, my buddy uh, Rick who runs FemWrestlingRooms.com. FemWrestlingRooms.com. Rooms. Uh, he's amazing. Um, we treat, and that's one of the things that that it gets very interesting. And I, I want actually want to get your input on this when it comes to the idea of a female losing to a male. Um. I don't treat it as a battle of the genders. Mm-hmm. I treat it as in this is one wrestler playing a role and another wrestler playing a role. Uh, in your case, if we did a match with you and I where I was winning, it wouldn't be 
uh, Sleeper Kid the male versus Nisa the female. It would just yeah, be like... Yeah, we wouldn't have to take, like, uh, gender shots at each nope. other. It would be Sleeper Kid the wrestler versus Nisa the wrestler. Yeah. yeah. And it, if anybody... It was funny is the people who can really... I'm voting on Nisa, by the way. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, that's where my money's at. Um, but <laughs> if anybody... Um, Anybody who watched old '80s wrestling uh, could they could probably settle this this whole thing really quick because there was the jobber, which is the the term for the the person who would show up and it would be like the the, the hot young guy or the hot young girl who no one knew she was local and then she so would innocent, be the she, so pure. always wearing so bright colors and like they were the ones who came out and high five the kids. And then they would get into the ring. No one knew who the fuck this person was. But they'd be like, in this corner, Johnny Red. And it'd be like some guy wearing red trunks. And then in would come in like someone from the Four Horsemen. It'd be like Arn Anderson or something like that. Or, or you know, Ted DiBiase later on. Or The Undertaker. These guys would come in and just destroy this person. And everyone in the crowd knew this is the guy. He's, he's a good looking person. She's a good looking girl. I don't know who she is. This is a star. They're going to get crushed. And so it became this thing where, like, it wasn't even about, like, gender. It was about this is uh, someone who's going to lose, this is someone who's going to win, and you're playing these roles. And so that's what I – my approach to, to mixed wrestling was always, like, never make it about gender. Mm-hmm. And when a girl <clears throat> would beat my ass, it was like, you know, Sapphire did a video where she beat me as I was dressed Superman. And what's more lopsided than, like, a beautiful Cuban woman destroying, like, this – Superman, you know, yeah, the Superman, and she's like hitting me in the balls and pushing me in the stomach and slamming me down. And you work with her; she could pick me up. Oh and yeah, slam me. She gave me pile drivers. Fantastic. And she knows what she's doing. Yeah, she's quick. And she had a blast. And even then, after the end of the video, she was like, "Okay, I much prefer it when you beat me because you pick me up. Fuck that shit, you know." So it became this thing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, when it comes to the mixed wrestling stuff, I had one girl who. Um, got angry because uh, somebody made a mention of like how how dare Sleeper Kid defeat you and she oh just oh my goodness and she she posted something on Twitter she said like also if like, you don't if you think that I can't lose effect, as effectively as I win then you're calling me a bad performer yeah like you have to understand this is fantasy still like yeah. I didn't see you know like you know she didn't see Superman on the street and was like I've got a problem with you let's go <laughs> I got I got a room we can fight in right now. Another You're lady, super, another girl yeah. that I work with who's a pro wrestler said super like it's stupid. A- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna beat you up now. You're gonna be my super bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and this girl, this one girl, this one uh, uh, female wrestler that I work with, she got the same abuse from fans. Like how how can you lose to a male? Uh, and she said something along the lines of like, "Is this equal across the line?" Like. At no point did he say something that was derogatory to my gender. And I didn't say anything about him. He, she never said anything like, oh, you're just a you're big man beating up a little yeah. girl. Or vice versa. You must have a super small wiener. And then it just turns, yeah. In, yeah, <laughs> and it turns into one of those other clips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it becomes a thing like when it comes to equality, it's like a lot of female wrestlers, there's a there's a female wrestler um, that her name is Kimber, her actual name is Kimber Space Lee, Kimber Lee. And she's, I love Oh, her. trans girl. No, 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 she's not. No, she's just she's oh. just a regular girl. Well, I met a Kimber. Lee. Oh, okay. All right. I'm sure this is not but the only time she's, She's yeah. also very nice. Yeah. 
But uh, this like girl that. is, she's known for doing really intense hardcore matches with guys. And when I say hardcore, I mean barbed wire, fucking getting slammed on thumbtacks. Getting oh my God, really... I've seen one of those videos before. Yeah, she does it some really... Of course, of course it was. Yeah. In the pits of glass, pits of broken glass. Yep. yep. Yeah. So it was a lot. Barbed wire bats. They give you Shit. the metal chairs. Like. Shit. And so all these people were like frowning on her because she was losing to these guys in these matches, and uh. she was like, "You don't understand what wrestling is. Me losing to somebody is not a, a sign of, of weakness. It's a sign of respect. Someone trusts you enough to take these moves. Yeah. And you trust somebody enough to give them to you. It's a dance. It's a show. We're it's putting a show. the show on. Exactly. And it's so. Not a- Fight to the death. Exactly. So that's what uh, I mean. I know we we took that question a long ways, but the, yeah, that's where I, that's how I feel about it. I feel like I, as long as you're not demeaning somebody for their gender, um, you can have a totally awesome match. And mm-hmm. even if you, once you start putting gender in, especially with what you guys do, yeah, then it becomes either femdom mm-hmm. or some kind of humiliation, or even male dom. Outs- yeah, male dom. Yeah. Anything. It becomes something else. It's not wrestling, and it's not the same. It becomes I, a different category altogether. I had a friend who Absolutely. I'm not going to male make, supremacy or something. Yeah, like that. that kind of bullshit. And I had a friend who had filmed a guy wrestling a girl in her ring. Uh, it was a pro wrestler. Apparently, he had a chip on his shoulder because every time he would yell something, it was something very against the the fact that it was a female. Like you stupid cunt. Yeah, it was like get up, slut. And I'm like, oh, you oh my god, serious? that shit would piss me off. He was like, get in the <laughs> get in the kitchen while I give you this leg drop and make me a sandwich. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, so Sarah, wait for me as I fucking take your testicles and remove them. <laughs> yeah, through your anus. And the whole time, like he's wor- he's wearing like <laughs> he's wearing like really tight trunks, and you're like, there's no bulge in those trunks. You have no penis. You're like, the- it's because he used one of those things that stick it up his ass. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> With the eggs and everything. <laughs> she did ask me that earlier. She was like, or was it you or somebody else? Or oh, we're downstairs Sapphire? talking about the... Like, hey, so when you wear like those superhero outfits, like what do you do to keep the junk from like, yeah, printing out? And I said like, oh, there's Dancers dance belts. belts. Yeah. And that's when I was like, what what's a, a dance belt? Mm-hmm. And then when you said it, I was like, so it like... It, like, and I didn't mean up your ass. Oh, the like, port, the port, yeah. In your ass crack, like, but does it make everything like flat, like a? Oh, the beans and the frank, yeah, they all like, go up there. No, um, so some transvestites do do that, where they will tape everything and then. Shove oh it yeah, up I know there. about taping. I have a lot of queen friends. Yeah, but like the dancer's belt is just basically yeah, like wearing the dancer's belt. It's just basically like wearing like a jock strap. Like it, it holds all your shit in That's place, what I was asking. But, but like it has really, a coverage over it, so like you can't so it looks see like smooth. Yeah, yeah, smooth like Unlike a doll. Like so a there's Ken a big doll. difference between that and putting all your stuff in your ass crack. Oh, fucking huge difference! Yeah, I would say. That's what I was trying to say. Is it did like I get a, the impression that I just took off? There was no impression. It was quite smooth. Santiago <laughs> <laughs> takes his junk and just shoves it into his ass crack. No, not in the hole, but like to like the tape. It, like the tape. I mean, like, a little, like, a little, cl- a little closer to the tape. Not so much the whole. <laughs> like, I'm not that long. I oh, am. Sorry, ladies. If you're, oh. Stop your fan fiction. <laughs> Secret Kid is not that long where he can fuck himself. But in anime, <laughs> you could thankful. be. I mean, in anime, you, I could. there could be tentacles knocking on my door right now. Well, there's tentacles in your ass now. You can't do anything about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> you see you what happens when you we just invite... summed up Japanese culture. Yeah. And <laughs> this is okay. what happens when you invite niece and nevers over. Uh, yeah, you get tentacles in the ass yeah. by accident, <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about oh, it. There, no, yeah. there isn't. You just got to take it. You thought yeah, that you, you thought that sound earlier was rain. <laughs> <laughs> fucking tentacles like. It's all the suction. We know you have Nisa. Okay, so this is a really this will be our final question of the night because we're, we're already over two hours and this is fantastic oh, actually you're, you're doing great um, but yeah we want to relax after this a bit but um, so what are your own personal fetishes and then dot 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 if that is not too forward question mark bondage yeah um, I mean fet- fetishes or likes in general fetishes Aim, well, think about this. But think about like we we've then this obviously bondage, anal. So there's there's something about the well, word you you have the first that... two letters of the alphabet. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fetish is very A vague. is for it anal. Is very vague and and so it it's D been is for mis- Daryl. It's been misused mm-hmm. much to our advantage yeah. as people that are in the industry. So I didn't um, know this until very recently, but like fetish but, the word. But I was going to ask you, like, mm-hmm. is this something that you absolutely need to have, like, stimulation from in or, my life? In order, or, in order to achieve orgasm. No, in order to achieve like your your fullest capacity of like climax and like mentally. Um, so orgasm. There is nothing. No, like, <laughs> there's nothing I need all the time. For me, I like variety. If it was always the same thing, I'd be like. Mm. Like yeah. I like variety, so like sometimes we incorporate bondage, sometimes we don't. Oh my god, sometimes. I might have some very vanilla straight sex once in a while. No! Um, so sometimes bondage, sometimes not. Mm. Sometimes um, we do anal stuff. Honestly, that's how I come in the hardest. You go, girl. I mean, seriously, you know, like, they, everyone says, oh, guys, finish first. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> nice I guys can, finish like, last. Yeah. Yes. That is the phrase I know. With and anal, live for by. me, like, I can probably come, like, twice before Tom can even come, and we might be done in, like, less than ten minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ask me no questions. It's really good. Um, now, what is it about we're, we're the sensation? We're going to talk about this a little bit. What is it about the sensation that, that does it for you? Cause I, I think, <clears throat> I think whatever the G spot is in a woman, yeah, because through I know it's vaginal a... sex, I don't have that feeling so much. Gotcha. But through anal, I feel like it does push on what for me is the G spot. But I feel like through regular sex, it doesn't do the same. Interesting. I am highly intrigued. <laughs> it's pretty awesome and it did take us a long time to get there to, to where I could even yeah. I mean we wanted to try mm-hmm. and I remember like getting the tiniest plug and first time <laughs> I ever had to like try to put it in I was like this sucks <laughs> and now like you know we can do in and out so congratulations you- like the burger place no, I'm kidding. But better. Okay. <laughs> we butt. do animal style. Animal style. Yeah, it is. The butt burger. But, you know, it took a long time to get to that point. <laughs> but regular vagina sex is like, eh. Really? For so, me. So even like 
like getting like, oh and I don't do oral like I'll I can go down on him he can't go down on me I'm way too ticklish oh no. okay. so everybody you know like I like ladies I would have no problem like <clears throat> doing like I guess lesbian videos more. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean I do strap-ons and toys and stuff but like I can't even say I can do full girl girl because if I get hired for a video and someone wants somebody to go down on me, that will never happen. I'll be wasting everybody's time. <laughs> oh, goodness. Like, I'm like hysterical. Like Tom, I feel bad. He wants to, but he can hardly ever. Like, oh, ever. Tom, I feel for you. I really do. Once uh, in a while, like, we can, like, try for, like, a minute or two. Oh, but man. Once it tickles, I'm all over. It's like... Just kick him in the face. Fucking... Yeah, it's violent. <laughs> I'm, like, super ticklish. That's one of my favorite things to do. One of my favorite things to do is... is That's I, what he said. He loved doing it, but... I can't imagine not to. being able to do a little bit of it, at least. All right. Tom, oh. Tom, I'm, I'm, I'm there with you, man. Solidar- so solidarity. I'll never be able to like you know. I can't. I can't sign up for something. I can't like. I can do my part. Nobody can go like even when I do like FOS like forced orgasms, bound orgasms, mm-hmm. anything. They have to like. I have to pretty much tell somebody like it's here, and don't move. Otherwise, you're gonna tickle me. And that's. I mean, once I start laughing, unless you get it in the exact right spot, <laughs> like real quick, mood is. I'm over. just gonna be tickled the whole time. Yeah, and then that's not very. It's gonna hot. turn into something completely <laughs> like, different. Like that's not hot for a not tickle shoot. Yeah, it's gonna be a completely different video. So yeah. Oh girl. Wow. Um, shit, I feel like there's way more we can talk about, uh, and and <laughs> I I think at some point we will. Um, but, uh, I think this is good. This is a really good way to, to wrap it up. Um, whew. Uh, once again, to sum up, Nisa has been fantastic to work with and we're, we're, we're not done yet. We, we still have some more great, uh, shoots to, to complete. I think we're doing a trade day on yes. Saturday and, uh, and then, um, you're leaving us on Sunday morning or how's that? Monday. 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 Oh, good. Oh, actually, Monday, I guess. Do we get to watch the new Walking Dead with you? <gasps> no, I have to be at the airport at 6.40. I have a shoot in the morning, and then I guess I can come back and pack. But I have to wait, be wait, wait, at wait, wait, the wait. airport oh, at 6.40. Oh, wait, no, no, that's Monday. Yeah. Yes, we can watch the Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I was mean, like, wait, what? How does that work? 6.40 in the morning? Thing, so I have to remember, like, what day does that come on? And what day is the Monday show? 6.40 in the morning? Oh, wait, okay. You just shattered my life and put it back together. Yeah. In the span of five seconds. Oh, amazing. you want to hear a quick story about Anything. shattering and yeah. coming back together? Okay. So, Always. you know how, well, a real nice girl, I would like to say I'm the best sister in the world. So, I when, don't have a sister. Oh, well, <laughs> you should be lucky that you weren't my little sister when this happened. Oh my God. I have a little brother, and so, of course, I'm the only sister he has. So, for Christmas one year, and this is hilarious, and I have video of it, Hmm. and um, my dad won't hear this. (laughs) Well, actually, me and my dad know exactly what's about to happen, but my other new little sister won't hear this. Quick interjection, actually. I I, I meant to ask this earlier. Does your family know what you do? Oh, yeah. Totally. They're okay with it? I actually have a separate um, email set up for them that... Ever since I started doing things on my own, I poured everything to it. Wow. So, 
just in case anything ever happens. That's you gotta amazing. have like a backup, right? So, so what did your parents think? Like, how did that first confrontation go? Where you're like, uh, "Hey guys, I gotta tell you something about." They like, were not what? surprised. Yeah. yeah, we saw the ba- we saw the barges. Yeah. Well, I also like. I mean, they came home to me having like a couple of my guy friends dressed up as girls in my room, and we're gonna go walk <laughs> around the neighborhood. I mean, oh. I was exploring <laughs> things like in middle school and high school, so it was like not a big surprise. Oh my goodness! But but continue. Sorry, but Sorry. they're totally accepting of you, and that that's oh, amazing. Yeah. That's great. They're totally cool. I can talk to them about anything. In fact, when they split up, our family got a lot tighter, mm. and so I was really happy about that. Good. That's very refreshing. So here's the trick. So <laughs> my brother was probably shit, probably like eleven or twelve, probably eleven. I want to say I was sixteen. Or so maybe he was 12 because we're four years apart. Okay. So I went to Spencer's in the mall and I got this fake ass lottery tickets. It's Christmas, right? Oh my God. And I got him like this Pokemon game that he wanted for his Game Boy 2. But I had to put the, give him the tickets first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he scratches these tickets in front of everybody. They just bought a video camera that year because I never made... My parents said if I made a home run in softball, they'd buy me a video camera. I played softball for two years, didn't make a home run. Mm. The girl with cerebral palsy made a home run. They, like, (laughs) totally dogged me on it. (laughs) I was like, whatever. Like, you know, I don't even want to play this game. And you guys said that, like, everybody makes a home run at some point. (laughs) And so I did two years. And then... (laughs) And so then my parents, they bought their own video camera, and I was like, well, I get to use it here and there, right? And they're like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm still imagining your parents going like, the girl with cerebral palsy made a home run. Mm -hmm. She did. And I still hear about it. She's She's got her own clothes for sale store? I don't know. It's like a rival store She's now. kind of a good girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's vanilla. Okay. Maybe I could t- contact her anyway. Yeah. I mean, there's you know, <laughs> fetish for everything. If she doesn't have a store, I mean, that means she'd be exclusive to mine. <laughs> you would be the first, because goddamn, that's the first time I've ever heard of any of that. She was a really nice girl. I'm sure she was. Um, God bless her. Yes. So, my parents <laughs> bought this video camera that I couldn't just use whenever I wanted. And uh, I was like, all right, whatever. So I bought this stupid Pokemon thing. And then I bought these cards. And I didn't even tell my parents about it. I just thought it would be, like, really funny if no one knew. So they're like, ooh, first Christmas with the video camera. And I'm like, this is going to be so great. Mm -hmm. And so I give them the card first. And so my brother opens it. And he's like, well, I'm 16, so he's probably 12. And he's like, Oh, lottery tickets. And so here's a little backstory on my brother. My brother loves lottery tickets. He didn't even care if they were already scratched. He just somehow thought they were something important and magical or some shit. And he would, like, keep them. He had them all over in his room, like boxes of dead lottery tickets. Jesus Christ. It was a weird thing. So I'm like, this is going to be great. And so I give it, and this it comes in two. And each of them, you win like $20,000. <clears> 
So he scratches one. Oh my god. <laughs> and he wins $20,000. What? And he's screaming, ah, running around the room. Ah. And I'm like, what about the other one? <laughs> oh my god. And then he scratches it. He wins another $20,000. Are you fucking serious? Ah, I just won $20,000. 40000 And so he's so happy. And I'm like, I think I Jackie know. missed the part. I think Jackie Reed. missed. Jackie missed the part. Actually, no. Keep talking. Oh, because it's a. Yeah. Jackie is Jackie is literally not your little brother. She's like he won twenty thousand dollars. What did you do with the money? I had that twinkle in my eye. I'm just like <laughs> so did he. It was great. Like, why are we paying you for shoots? <laughs> so yeah, like he. Pretend won $40,000 and he was so stoked and he was like losing his shit, screaming like, I mean, he's only 12 too, so, which is even better. Yep. So he's like, ah, losing his goddamn mind. <laughs> and then I was like, dude, how are you going to redeem this? You can't just take it to the store I bought it from. They don't have that cash on hand. You got to like read the back and say like, find out how to... Like, oh. get your money, and he starts reading the back out loud, and he's like, they start talking about, like, the Tooth Fairy, and Mickey Mouse, and some other, oh like, fake-ass, like, fantasy shit, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> his face just falls, and I'm like, I just gave you the best moment of your whole entire life. <laughs> I'm your big sister. <laughs> you are evil. Incorrect. But I still, in, even to this day, that was still the best moment of his whole entire life. <laughs> even, I was like, I can just imagine, like, if something grandiose like, and beautiful happens, but, but it's, it not like, it's not like winning $40,000 via the lottery of your sister, great, is it? <laughs> that is a sister thing, though, is to be like, I just gave you the happiest moment of your life, and because I'm your sister, I could just take it away. Like, Yeah, that. I told him, I go, you gotta look at the positive side I just gave you the happiest oh moment of your life he goes, but then you took it away I go you're the one that took it away you read the card and you could have just stayed stupid and happy but you wanted the money like we all so do. you needed to read the back of the card and that gave me the happiest moment <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding I did kind of feel bad when I saw him sad about it oh did your parents give you shit no way, I'm about to do it to my sister, my new sister. Oh <laughs> my, my dad God. told me, go, he goes, um, yeah, so you when you send that. it, give me the tracking number so I know when, oh what it is when it's coming, and I need to record this for you. I go, yes. You're <laughs> oh my all, God. wow, you're all a bunch of maniacs, I love it. <laughs> I said, what do big sisters do? I'm do never going to have a big sister, so I have to be a big sister to the littles. Oh my God. Yes, you do. She's doing and she's her the right due age. Diligence. She's about to be like I want to say she's like eleven or twelve. It's about to happen. It's gonna happen. Perfect age yeah. to get punked. Well, <laughs> well, I know if you ever bring me a card and there's a lottery ticket in it and it's like twenty thousand dollars, gonna be like, mm-hmm. like, but can I win it twice? <laughs> <laughs> and then I do, and then I'm like, oh my god, yes, the yes. you're the best big sister ever. Wait, why are you my big sister? I don't know, but it's a bad. You're now my big sister. <laughs> Just so you know, yeah. big sister. it's pretty obvious now that you can trick Jacqueline into, <laughs> into believing it. 
Um, well, guys, um, this is... <laughs> on that note... No, is there anything else that we need to touch on? I think we're good, right? I don't know. I'm, I'm too drunk. Okay. Uh, well, I'm good. Uh, but we are... Um, uh, yeah, we're at the end of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. Uh, this has been fantastic. Uh, Nisa and I and Jacqueline have known of each other for many, many moons, but we just never got a chance to work. And this is... Uh, it's a great week because we finally got a chance to, to do collaborate and do some stuff together. And then tomorrow we're going to... I think you guys are doing... Not tomorrow, but the day after. Yes. We're doing some trade. Yeah, um, we'll be working together again. So overall, and how do you feel? Do you want to come back? Hell yeah. I would definitely come back. I had a really great time. You guys are... Um, I like the way you guys shoot. I like the direction. I like the attention to detail. I totally dig that. And you guys are great hosts. Very kind. Hospitable, oh. friendly, everything's like top notch. I love it. Guys, listening to all this. No, uh, but um, yeah, uh, Nisa's but they in put the- you in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, a, it's a very nice cage. Yes. You get two pillows. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> the bars are made of chocolate. Yes. <laughs> you can just lick your way up. Yes. Why? <laughs> you better like chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> if you're diabetic, you're fucked. Yeah. Stay in. Yes. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> Nisa is fucking fantastic. And I, I definitely want to work with you some more um, in the future. Thanks. I would want... be so happy. And we want to meet your, your, your lovely man. Oh, my God. I can't wait for him to, like, actually come and... And he would, just watching what we were doing uh, yesterday, he'd be like, this is amazing. <laughs> then he'd probably want to, like, pile drive me. Yeah. In the wrestling show. Oh, we can always teach him <laughs> to do it safely. But, uh, but yeah, to all you guys listening to us, thank you for putting in two and a half hours with us. Um, uh, some of you have been very great with this and, and leaving great messages and comments. Uh, please continue to do so. Yep, we're gonna keep We're going to keep them coming. Um, there's... No shortage of amazing women and men that work in this industry. So we're going to keep interviewing. We're going to keep having a good time. So in the meantime, uh, we will let everybody say goodnight. And uh, we'll see you next time. So say goodbye. Goodnight. Good Adios, guys. Yes, Musai. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Was that Japanese? Yes. You didn't, you said you didn't speak Japanese. Liar.